Baron, what was it? Baron, Baron Van Blubba? Vander Schlong. Schlong. Oh, don't ask them to remember things. They won't remember. They could have said it to you five minutes ago and he still wouldn't yeah. know. Long John Von Cockknuckles. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, buddy. Oh, that guy. That was an exact See that one coming. Oh, I didn't see that coming in. Like that. Oh. No, that's what she said. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, fuck. Even though I should have. Coming yeah. out of yeah, your just, mouth. Yeah. You got that right, buddy. Well, fuck. That sounds like a good in, a good intro right there. Fuck. Just, just squeak. Just leave it as is. I'm going to leave it as is. To part two of the mm, Power Trip Gaming Powercast. Two. Well, it's part two. Part two. I, uh, because Chris is part still 200. here. Part two hundred. I never uh, left. Part two. Chris never left. Part two. The christening. See, there you go. That sounds like a porn. It's like no, no, no. It's like it's like mm. The Simpsons. Only gets worse when he starts Stan, anointing you. Stan. Oh! <laughs> Stan Lee came back. Stan Lee never left. <laughs> Hell no, you with my holy sprinkler. Chris Chris Vanderhoff <laughs> never left. He never did. But yes, uh, well, it's a kind of a, it's a spiritual successor to, we, the, we, to the last PowerCast. The people that listen to us know we ramble, so we don't always touch on all of our topics. <laughs> Not so. at all. Last time when Vanderhoff was here, we kind of got to like half of the topics we wanted to talk about because we ended up rambling about fucking nothing. Well, not nothing necessarily, but... Just, yeah, yeah everything and nothing do. at the same time. It's what we do. It's what we do best. So, yes, Vanderhoff's back. Uh, Bandersnatch, as I call him, like Bandersnatch. If anybody, yeah, we get it. Anybody, we get it. We well, get, they get it. get it. Oh, my God. I give them I'm pretty sure they got it before you even said it. I'm fucking, all right. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Chris, what the fuck did you want to talk about? See, now you put him on the spot and he doesn't know. Uh, uh, uh. He forgot. Uh, well, that was a Power Trip Gaming Powercast! <laughs> You've been listening with power! <laughs> well, that was easy. Uh, three minutes. That was, right. that was that good. Power Trip That's quickie. a new record. Yeah, Power Trip yeah. That's the longest I've ever gone. Nah, it's okay. We still have to do the 10-minute Midwest goodbye, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, we'll talk about... We wanted to kind of talk about collecting anyway. Because, like, as we had talked about a little bit before, about your collecting... The entirety of the Sega Master System collection, complete in box. Insane to me. Yeah. But, you know, there we are. But I kind of just wanted to talk about collecting in general anyway, because you're the only friend we have that still collects. Other than me, I guess. Well, do you even collect? I mean, like, you, you and Kevin. I don't collect. Don't really collect. You get what you like while Paul and I go for collections i suppose if you know true. what i mean no yeah, that makes no, sense you try to right. complete yeah collections i'm not yeah. going for the biggest loser on the ds <laughs> but you know what or uh, i'm the biggest winner now <laughs> yeah. enjoy your what did i say nine dollars and five you no, know what? Enjoy no, your, a dollar something right? enjoy your not a video game enjoy your you know what it's four dollars four dollar game the best thing apart about this is i already got paul's gift 
for Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to get it back. Wow. Awesome. Oh, that's I, great. Uh, Genius. I, I kind of wish I would have said this on the, the Video Games Monthly episode we did, but that, yes, Biggest Loser is not actually a game. It's, you, you can't play it. You don't play it. It's a calorie counter. It's a recipe. It is, it is a book. It is a simulator. It, basically, <laughs> it's, it's not. It is it's, not, it's a health yeah. diary to go along with a lifestyle. Yeah. It's an assist. Yeah. Yes, which I I gotta be perfectly honest. I don't think most people who are working out and losing weight and taking it that seriously have a DS. I mean, that's just my not. opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Probably wrong. I'm wrong ninety percent of the time, but bad marketing there. Uh, THQ. Who greenlit that fucking project? Well, whoever they are, they're probably no longer with the company. Is THQ even still a thing? THQ Nordic. Uh, Nordic. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, well, that's right. Nordic swept them up. Yeah, because Nordic was doing. They had done. Well, there's something different now. They, not, it's no, just it's just THQ Nordic. I didn't think they were even called that. I thought they renamed. No, because they still do Dark Siders and stuff under THQ Nordic. Oh, right, but I, yes, I thought they yes. re uh, rebranded. I thought they rebranded. Holy cow, they came out with the biggest loser on the Wii, the Xbox 360, the DS, and... Oh, that's it. Actually... Except for I think the Wii version's an actual, like, exercise thing. The Wii version is the most expensive. Complete $6.33. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, it is. Oh, yeah, I guess they are X- still a thing. Xbox 360 is uh, $6.20, and the Nintendo DS complete, $4. <laughs> If it was sealed, it'd be worth four dollars and thirty-eight cents. <laughs> thirty-eight cents more. <laughs> yep. Wow. Oh. See, we're already rambling on stuff that had nothing to do with the topic. Because... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Well, that's right. I suppose <clears throat> THQ is doing Elix. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, all right, and Elix yeah. Two is coming out soon. Uh, so, yeah. I might already be out. <laughs> oh, it could be. Because I saw people playing it, like some of the channels I actually watch. Yeah. All right. Of... So we've established TH or THQ Nordic is still a thing. But either way. Uh, yes, so the main topic, as I had mentioned, is collecting again, because since we started Power Trip in 2015, right, mm-hmm. prices have jumped so much, a lot of these games that we did our, our, our retrospectives, is it worth it, yeah. you know, retrospectives thing, a lot of these prices have doubled, right? So, as I mentioned before i've been on a survival horror kick i i accidentally won kuan and it kind of spun off <laughs> accidentally <laughs> it kind of spiraled out of control yeah. and now no, i know what you mean it's yes now i'm at a point where it's like well i've already got it i might as well just go for these other fucking games like recently my big pickup rule of rose wow. i know currently price charting 650 mm-hmm I won it for four and a quarter. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Don't know how that happened. I 100% was expecting to get sniped on the last 10 seconds, like always, and for some reason, nobody bit. I mean, it was complete. It was it great is, condition. It is the U.S. version, right? Absolutely the U.S. version, because okay. the, the Japanese version doesn't really go for over, like, maybe 300. Well, I was wondering if maybe it was PAL. No. I... Mm, I'm, I'm actually gonna look up. I don't think it is. I'm gonna look up. Which? Uh... Well, did you get it yet? No. No, I just won it yesterday, oh, okay. so it hasn't shipped yet. But I, pictures, I mean, I can look up the winning thing right you'd here. You'd be able oh. to see if it has ESRB or the PAL rating. It's it's the right one. I I know which one I bid. I, I swear to fucking Christ, if was I it on? The wrong one. 
Was it on uh, eBay? Uh, let's see. Of course it was on eBay. See, and this, this is... I'm not seeing any of Oh, I'm sorry. I want it for four fifty six. It's a bootleg. Four fifty six. Rule of Rose. U.S. version. Okay. Someone's CD. Rare with manual. There you go. Four fifty six. My bad. Not four and a quarter. I'm not even seeing that one sold. It's because I self-bought it, bitch. No, shut up. <laughs> no. So, like I said, almost 200 under what it actually goes for. Yeah. Didn't think that was going to fucking happen. But there you go. So I got in this mindset lately of, you know, I got this. I got Rule of Rose. I, I bought Haunting Ground not too long ago. It's like I almost feel like I have to get these games now because they're already jumping in price. Like Kuan, I mm-hmm. won for six ten. Yeah, it's already in a month gone up to seven ninety. That was the highest spike it had so far, and it's kind of dipped back down to seven seventy. But what? like, it's already jumped one hundred and twenty bucks since I bought it. Well, and I part of me wonders. Because, like, the way price charting, like, it basically watches all the active things. Yeah. I wonder how much that is influenced by even just one copy selling. Like, that's the only problem with, like, stats like that is they're a little, like, iffy. Like, yeah, they're great for long-term tracking of stuff. But sometimes in the short term, a single buy will spike the value of something yeah. and not actually reflect what the value is. Right, right. So it's not like when Paul bought that one game and he like literally directly influenced the price off of his one win. What one was that? Uh, back in the day, it was uh, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. I bought it for ninety six, <laughs> and it was actually uh, the price on price charting reflected what i had actually paid for the game yeah for like a week or two weeks or something like that because there was just so few sales to yeah you gotta wait for it to catch up exactly and that's the thing is rule of rose has so many listings yeah for that game especially for some reason the japanese version well they're a fucking ass i think it's because it was never because it was never taken off the market in japan it was taken off the market in the united states oh that could be well and see and that's why like i Mm. wonder is because like so it follows them, and it probably doesn't sell as often as yeah. some other stuff. So, because like the the survival horror genre, while it's big, doesn't quite have the same selling power that other genres do. Yeah, especially here. Yeah, because oh, yeah. for some reason, well, like outside of like, like outside of like Silent Hills and yeah. Resident Evils, the survival horror. There's a ton of games. No one talks about any of them. Well, that's because too those games cater more to our style of action horror. Yeah. I mean, you look at the original Resident Evil compared to, like, the later entries. Yeah. Look how vastly different they are. I mean... But it's part of the staying power of the franchise mm-hmm. that, that it knows how to evolve and when well, to evolve. <laughs> would you really call six an evolution? <clears throat> right, evolution of the Rock. Uh, I consider that devolving. Well, technically, I mean, honestly, why they continued in the vein that they were doing is Resident Evil 5 became the best-selling Resident Evil game, like, in their in their franchise. Which surprises me, because 4 really? was such yeah. a phenomenon. Well, it's because 4 did so well that people were so pumped for, for five, 5, because Chris was back. Yep. Yeah, and like, so because yeah. it sold and in the show, numbers that I mean, it did, they mm. just continued that action versus the survival horror elements. Although, but then, there was a lot more survival horror elements, I think, in number 6 than there were in number 5. To be honest, mm. there, but with, with 5, there was also... A bit of controversy with the game that helped it sell. What was the controversy? Was Resident Evil right. Five. You're a white man running around Africa. That's right. Oh. Third world country. Oh, yep. Right. So there was a lot of controversy that people were just kind of like, "Huh?" 
and it was getting blown out of proportion by certain media outlets. Uh, of course. So more people were interested yeah. in seeing it and checking it out uh, and doing stuff. Gotcha. So that probably did boost sales to yeah, a certain maybe. degree. And at the end, he punches a boulder in yeah. a volcano. Well, and, and then it jumps the shark at the end. Yeah, really. But then six came out. It. Uh, I don't think it really sold well, that's all that well. Because there's the giraffe on the front. I was just being, gonna um, say maybe, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, giraffe. And then that's when they had they decided. Okay, we need to go back to the roots. We need to kind of reimagine the Resident Evil series the way that it was intended to, and then Biohazard. Well, and then PT came out and changed the course of what Seven and stuff was going to be. Exactly. I can tell you right now is that Resident Evil 7 was heavily influenced by PT because they knew how successful PT was. Well, and then a demo. Once PT got canceled, I guarantee you that was their we need to fill this void as quickly as possible. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Granted, they knew what they were doing and they did it well. Yeah. Because 7 was amazing. Oh, yeah. So 7 brought it back to where it was supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. Which I kind of wish they would have just hard cut. Don't bring because it doesn't, doesn't restart the series. Yes, they don't was, bring Chris into it. Don't start bringing other shit into it. Like they should have just said, "Fuck it, one through six, you're done. Let's start a new thing with this." Yeah. Wasn't it Ethan well, Winters Mason, or whatever? Yeah. Ethan, Ethan Winters. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, only Winters. seven yeah. and eight with Ethan. Then his but, story's done. Yeah, but then that's that's the thing though is that Resident Evil has always been different from Silent Hill in the sense that. Resident Evil, the stories all interconnect. They Something, tell usually, the yeah. same big overarching story. There may be other like new characters here and there, like Sheva or Ethan, but they all play into the bigger right. world of it. Silent Hill has always been different in the sense that Silent Hill is the only thing that keeps the games together. Yeah. It is an anthology series where it's different characters in different elements that are really not connected except sometimes they will make that connection like the whole uh sunderland uh james sutherland was the the protagonist of number two his father ended up being the the apartment owner of uh what well, I've <laughs> never in, played four. Spoiler! At least in Silent Hill, they're more of like the it's movie style year old Easter game. eggs I've rather than. I've never played it yet. Than, Except like, for me. Yeah, yeah, it's been more like that. But it's but basically, Silent Hill has been more of an anthology series that is told in the same location, but the characters are always going to be different and not always connected. Well, it's so not, not even the technically only the real same. difference would be between one and three. It's not even technically the same location. Well, one and three was the only one that was the direct sequel. Right, right. Because um, yeah, Heather. Well, you could you could argue. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Heather Mason. Heather Mason, Mason, and then but her actual name is what? Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, yes. that's right. And it was Cheryl. Um, and you could almost argue that four tried to kind of follow two in a sense, mm-hmm. but it was definitely not like three was with one. Right. And then from that point on, they just didn't care about keeping anything like there was no cohesive storytelling it's just the town itself that mm. is the the common linchpin of it all yeah holding it together it's just it's where were we, where were we going with that <laughs> all i know <laughs> oh we're talking about survival horror survival and, how, horror. It was, and <laughs> how it was identified i so yeah resident yeah. evil and silent hill have always been the two faces of yeah survival horror yes and even though well, those, at least here in the west even though yes. those ones have been very well received very popular s- survival horror as a whole has is just not that big in the west yeah because i mean we have what three clock tower games here yes and 
well, right now they're very expensive with the exception of three for the PS2, but I, I remember renting one as a kid, but never really knew much about the other ones. I, mm-hmm. I, I somehow have two, and I don't remember where it came from, which, thank God... Because Clock Tower 2 right now is almost like $400. Oh, yeah, well, you keep that game. Yeah, it's not great. It's a terrible game. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. But it's... Uh, yeah, then you had... What, what did we say? Tecmo's Deception? Mm-hmm. Which I think that's even a series. Because you have that. I want to say Trapped for the PS2 is part of the Deception series. We had Deception 4 not long ago on the... Would you say it was PS4? It was PS3 and Vita originally. And then yeah. there was a like a complete edition, I guess, on that got released on PS4. Yeah. So it's like there, there are like offshoots of survival horror here, but well, they and, never really pick up Steam. Well, and like then, you got, and then you got then you got games like The Thing, PS2. Yeah. Great survival horror. Extermination. PS2 again. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You have the Cold Fear game on PS2 and original mm-hmm. Xbox. Um... How many, like, Wii games that came out that were... Calling? Cursed were, Mountain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a Dead Space on there. Yeah, and then, then got, Dead Space is the only <laughs> other rush, survival yeah. horror franchise that took off over here, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's been, what, four of them? Which one? Dead Space? Dead Space... Uh, it's three or four. Three, and then and there's then the three, shooting one. And then the spin-off. Dead Space yeah. Extraction. Yeah. yeah. Extraction yeah. was the one for the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so. it's the, like, the rail Yeah, because it's the... Yeah, because the, there's the three you play as, what is it, Isaac or whatever, uh, and yeah, then... No, I never played him. I would I, like your brother to, played him. My he brother loved him. Loved him, and I would so. love to play him, but I'm not... I don't... I, I have him, I think. No, I don't even think I own him. I think you own the first one. But, yeah, it's just... It's, it's a fascinating kind of genre but like the price almost kind of reflects it yeah survival horror is stupid expensive here yeah. anyway because i mean you look mm-hmm. at the difference between even rule of rose for ours <clears throat> and then like japanese version there's like almost a three or four hundred dollar disparity yeah and even like uh haunting ground yeah. and what, what was it called in in europe with demento i think something like that what? yeah i didn't it's realize not called... it had i didn't realize it had a completely different uh yeah i want to say it's called uh, Demento in either PAL and Japanese, maybe? But mm. I, 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 th- I want to oh, say yeah. we're yeah, the only Demento, ones that are haunting Yeah, it's ground. Demento uh, in uh, Japan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. $45 complete. Right? Ridiculous. That's, that's weird. For us, it's like 350 Yeah. So it's it's just... Yeah, I don't understand why the NTSC ended up becoming like the, like the main one that people want. Yeah. And I almost wonder if it is because of that. Like, it just never took off here. Yeah. So, like... Well, and there's only... So few were made, but rarity ne- doesn't necessarily equate... There's only two things I can price. think of. Like, A, yeah, rarity. Or B, in the case of, like, uh, like Resident Evil and stuff like that, where the game directors basically view the English versions as the ideal proper way to go through it yeah. they actually record them with like the english dialogue and all that and that's how they're, they intend for them to be viewed so our version is the proper version maybe. i suppose that makes sense considering because like, look at jrpgs yeah there's they're primarily made japanese and then they're translated for us yeah whereas i wonder if those yeah are created for us and then translated well, no, translated or, the or they're yeah. created in like homage to like the old b style movies and stuff like resident evil wise yeah to where it's like well this is what directly influenced me so this is the way i'm going to design it so like there's when they localize them there's less expensive for them to bring them over and stuff which explains like the opening cutscene of resident evil yeah, which is that campy b horror yeah well, which is funny because they were looking for a way to remake one of their games 
that they had created in 1988 called Sweet Home, which yeah. was based on a Japanese movie. Yeah. Which played like a Japanese movie. I mean, it's and then when they redid it for Resident Evil to try to update it, then it went to the B horror movie type genre, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, and George A. Romero was a huge influence on on them. Oh yeah. I'm just yeah. surprised that they yeah, that it went in that direction, but it obviously history has shown it it worked. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, especially at the time it was really unique. Mm-hmm. Zombies back then weren't like played out the way they currently are. You can yeah. thank Walking Dead for that. Well, yeah. it's not Walking just Walking Dead. Dead like brought there's... that shit to the forefront. Yeah, like, like they well, were everywhere just... for a while. Yeah, no, zombies zombies and vampires have always been kind of like... Oh, yeah. People have paid attention to them, but... Um, yeah, Walking Dead being like being brought to the masses through A&E like that. AMC. Actually, yeah, AMC, I'm sorry. And then, yeah, and then it just blew out. Like, it, it, you had everything copying zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Got sick of that fucking trend for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, price. Uh, God damn it, you guys! Big sidetrack there. Big sidetrack. <laughs> but it, it it brings up the thing of like I almost feel like I have to jump on these games now before they become out of reach. Yeah. Like Blood Will Tell is another one I've been looking for yeah. for PS2. For some reason, I'm stuck in the PS2. <laughs> well, like, I, I've been collecting a lot of PS2 games. To lately. be honest, it's I. PS2 for retro gaming, huge. I think it's the golden zone. It had a huge library. Yeah. It was around for a long, long time, and they produced a lot of stuff for it. Yeah. yeah. And a lot that's, of good stuff, too. That's that's why I mean it's the golden zone for, like, retro mm-hmm. stuff, because you want action, it's got action, it's got RPGs, it's got horror, it's got, like, everything got you could everything. want, yeah. and the majority of them are technically great and still play amazingly well. Yeah. Not so much can be said about some of the games on, like, NES and stuff, go back and play them, you're like, what were they thinking? Yeah, I so, feel like N sixty four is the biggest one. Yeah, N sixty four is real. I just I cannot. I still cannot. Especially the look. How back in the day when we used to play like N sixty four games and we thought, man, this is not like the graphics are just insanely They're good. Like, look crazy. at this. And now you try to play like Goldeneye, and you're just like, uh, what am I looking at? Why? Like, wh- how how do I move? Well, and the funny thing is, like, well, yeah, moving on the N64 was just garbage. That controller was the stupidest thing ever. But, um, no, and part of it, too, is modern TVs playing, like, like, especially N64 shows the blemishes of the, of the style, like, the style, the system Mm -hmm. worse than what, like, a CRT would. Oh, yeah. Well, Vanderhoff and I had this discussion one time about, like, how a lot of people consider, like, the SNES as, like, that's the golden age of RPGs. And we were like, mm-hmm. to be honest, like PlayStation, PlayStation. PS2 is kind of like where RPGs a, yeah. erupted. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you got FF7 yeah. and stuff on PS2. I was gonna say, to, to, to be quite, to be quite honest, Final Fantasy VII, say no more, because Pretty that's much. that's basically what galvanized RPGs in the West. In the mainstream, was, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. as much as people love Final Fantasy IV and VI and Chrono Trigger, I mean, those are still classics that hold up to this day. Like, there are kids that will still go back and play Chrono Trigger because it's just that fucking good of an RPG. I mean, Jesus. There's a company now that's that's basically making an homage to Chrono Trigger. That's Sea of Stars. Yeah. Which I backed on Kickstarter, by the way. I'm very happy about that. Um, but, I mean, that style is timeless. But at the same time, like, yeah, PS1, PS2, like, that era of games was so vast. Well, not to you... mention, it's funny that, like, that era is also where... Certain franchises that have been around for a while already, Shin Megami's a great one. Mm-hmm. 
They've been around since Super Nintendo. Right. When did they start getting, like, known? Persona, PS1. Persona have, 2, to be honest. Yeah, and then you had um, uh, Nocturne, Digital mm-hmm. Devil Saga and stuff on PS2. Mm-hmm. Pulled Shin Megami from a relatively obscure franchise to, oh my god, you must yeah, play this. The, the two Devil Summoner games? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Jesus, they just announced Soul Hackers 2. Yeah. A fucking game that hasn't come out since, what, the DS? 3DS? I don't Some, remember which, which I one's the first Soul Hackers was on, but it's like... Never in my life would I thought Soul Hackers would have had a sequel here. Yeah. Like, it's just... What, hell, Shin Megami 5 is just... is still blowing my mind a little bit that that released. Because, yeah, like, Shin Megami 4 released not that long ago. Or, actually, it was quite a bit ago, I suppose. Yeah. But, like, it, even that was Well, like, and you might think it might not be so long ago because then, like, Persona 5 and then Persona 5 Strikers. So it's and still... Nocturne. It's still technically revival. under the umbrella of Shin Megami, so... Yeah, and then, like you had mentioned, Nocturne just recently had a revival on the, the Switch. Yeah. And, and all the other... Was it on everything, or is it just Switch? I don't remember, but... But even so, just what a weird yeah. thing to... You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just very fascinating that how cyclical some of these franchises have become well and it, it's weird that like some of like the franchises i don't think their their price points match oh god no. like where they should be especially for like those eras of games like i the shin, shin megami especially like the super nintendo ones i would think they'd be far more expensive than what they are oh yeah i'll say i'm just about to look up nocturne for the ps2, PS2. it remember for a while it was super it expensive. was super expensive and then it, it for some reason it just tanked well it's just like what was it uh yeah right now 25 dollars complete it's like PS2. marvel's capcom 2 remember how like stupid hard that got defined and yeah, then it was stupid that expensive was, yeah but and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it dropped down to like 10 bucks again no 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 no. it wasn't out of nowhere it was when it went to the um digital on the, the ps3 store the ps3 store Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, people could get it for nineteen ninety nine, and then the price, for some reason, reflected that. Yeah, and which is one of the few that, times that usually. Yeah, does. I was yeah. gonna say, and and so I always thought that when they released a game, like I mean, on the on the virtual console, you have games like Earthbound and Super Mario RPG that they've released so many times, but yet those prices have never been affected by At it. At least with Earthbound, I understand it because that was such a limited way to get that one. Yeah, you had it. Had to be on what which was a DS. It had to be originally. On the 3DS. It yes. had to be 3DS, and it had to be the new 3DS. And it was only available it. for a short amount of time there, and then it got pulled, and you couldn't buy it again. Oh. Yeah, because the, it went the to new the 3DS was the only yeah. version that could play Super Nintendo games. Yes. And then until it went to the Switch, and then now you have to be subscribed to their thing to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. You just can't just go in and be like, oh, I'm going to buy it digital. Mm-hmm. It's just not available. So, so that one, I get the price still kind of being inflated. What's, what's funny is Marvel versus Capcom two and. December of 2019, complete $70. Yep. Right? Yeah. It's peak, May of 2021, $211. Holy cow. Two years later, even just well, in, go back, in, uh, in how five far back? months after December, it jumped to 140 Where? Why well, did it double in price in five it, months? Yeah, I was say, considering it was, how expensive was it before that? Because I remember it was expensive for a while. At the most, it was like around 150 Because I know for a while, like every time we saw it, we'd start laughing at how mm-hmm. expensive it was, no matter what version you yeah. were looking at. Yeah. Because it was what? Xbox, PS2, was and, it Xbox uh, and Dreamcast? No, no, it was Xbox, uh, PS2, PS2, and PS3, the Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Dreamcast. It wasn't PS, uh, PS3 digital. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like, we, for a while, we laughed at how expensive it kept getting. Mm-hmm. We're like, 
we didn't understand. Then all of a sudden, I, yeah, like we said, it just dropped. There's no rhyme or reason to the way these prices work. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't seem like it. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. For games that, like, okay, yeah, there's only X amount of copies in the world, it makes sense. Stuff like... Uh, Panic Restaurant. Panic or, Restaurants or, uh, or the, the Nintendo and, yeah, Championship. The, the, yeah, Surprise yeah. of Dinosaur Peaks. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Okay, yeah, being more expensive makes sense. But then, like, you look at other stuff and you're like, it does not make sense why it's going up so much so quickly. No, right. yeah. No, I don't... I, I, I wish I knew what the Catalyst was for. I know that a lot of games, and especially in 2020... Yeah. Obviously, we know what happened. But it, it seemed like people... Something happened? It seemed like people paid a lot more than, like they were willing to pay a lot more for certain titles, and thus the 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 price of certain video games really started to rise. And then, like around twenty twenty one, late twenty twenty one, they started to kind of taper off and go back down to where they were. But now all of a sudden, you're starting to see that the, the games are yeah. starting to climb the ladder again, and it's like, what what is the reason this time? Like there's no there's no catalyst there's no there's no reason for it yeah right? and I just I I do not understand it and I just I wish I knew and this is, yeah economics is one of those things where my brain just goes ah uh, no well <laughs> the thing that the thing that ticks me off though and I I've said this before and I will say it till my dying breath is that price charting is probably the best and the worst thing that has ever happened to, to, to video game collecting. Pretty because much. people now know and have a baseline, regardless of if that baseline is correct or incorrect. This and that's... People yeah. have a baseline, and what people have historically done with baselines is they always want to try to get above what that baseline is. Of course. So if something is listed on price charting for, we'll just make it an even $100, you're going to get people on eBay who have these buy it now prices of 120 yeah. 130 150 200 whatever it is. And the moment that somebody says, all right, you know what, I'm sick of waiting for this game to go down to where it should be. I'm just going to go ahead and pay the 150 yeah. or whatever. Then all of a sudden everybody's like, hey guys, Yep. This one sold yep. for this. We got switch. it for 150 so now start listing them for 250 Yeah. Or you and get and keep going up. And yeah. then it just keeps incrementally going up. You get those people that are just sick of being outbid. Yeah. Or sniped at the last second. You're yep. like, how many of these am I going to have to do before? I might as well just spend the 120 Yeah. and get it over with. Yep. So it's like... Because I don't want to mess around with it. I don't want to risk I'm, getting outbid I'm again. I'm guilty of that. I've done it mm-hmm. before where a game oh, is, I have is 100 and I've spent 125 because I'm just sick of losing. Yep. It's just, I might as well just fucking pay it. Whatever. Yeah. You know, so it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where, like, I, f- I find Vanderhoff's plight. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's... Because well, it's like, jeez, I, I can't even imagine. Cause I, have there been any games that you have went to, like, eBay or online for, and you just, you knew that you shouldn't have paid as much as you did for it, but you said, you know what, I, I have no choice. I, I have to do this. You're smiling as in, no, I think you. Gonna... I think you may have one or two stories here. Don't I don't worry, know. Your wife I... won't listen to this. <laughs> no, I. I don't know if I exactly have any stories, because I. I sit there, and I look and look and look, and I try to get it under price charting. Yeah. Right. I try to get the pr- best deal. I'm patient while I'm married too, so that has something to do with it. <laughs> oh, as yeah. far as yeah. money yeah. goes, but um. So I go out there, I try to find the best deal, but there are some times where 
I'll pay a little more than what is what it's going for on price charting, mm-hmm. depending on what it is and what I'm what I'm looking for. Now, now I'm back on Nintendo Kick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because now I just picked up Bible Buffet, which completes my Wisdom Tree subset. Oh, nice. Cool. Rad, Rad Attack, Rad Racket. Oh, Rad Racket. Deluxe. What? Two or something. Are you okay? Yeah. I'd I'd have to look it up. Rad Racket Deluxe 2, I think, is what it is. (laughs) What? Was that a PAL game? AVE. Unlicensed. Oh, okay. And then, I was gonna say there was no Red Racket too. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Is like Rad Racer? Rad Racket Attack? Where I think it's Rad Racket Deluxe Two. <laughs> and then I picked up a <laughs> Mission Mission Cobra. Oh, okay. For another yeah. That's uh, bunch uh, games. That's, yeah. Oh, it's bunch. It's not American. Okay. Well, I think bunch bunch did it, but it's Sacken. Mm. Oh, Sachin. Uh, Sachin. Yeah. And then I just picked up another one. What was it? It's that one. It's, it's, oh. it's got a weird-ass cover. <laughs> Go look it up. <laughs> I just picked up another one. But anyways, I just picked up uh, four unlicensed. <laughs> and, oh, mm-hmm. Deathbots. That was the other one. Oh, Deathbots, yeah. Deathbots. My God, there's a lot of unlicensed games. Oh, there's, games there is a lot of unlicensed games. Jesus. So I just picked up them four. I, got, I actually have another three coming. Awesome. See now, like unlicensed games, I understand being more expensive because they were never officially sanctioned to be on the system. No, and they weren't made in great numbers because they didn't have the the blessing. Uh, well, no, not, the not just the, the, the backing. Com- Some of these companies, the like the uh, the, the, wis- the Wisdom Tree, like there was, they were a very small company at the yeah. time. Yeah. So. Well, it was. What was it? Color Dreams turned into Wisdom Tree. Yeah. Or was yeah. it the other way around? I, no, it was Color Dreams. Color Dreams turned, turned, turned into Wisdom, Wisdom Tree. Tree, I think. But um, no, but I mean, like you have games where okay, so like a, a contra. What? Nothing. I accidentally where, looked up Flintstone Surprise at oh, SRP. So you have Holy games shit. you have games like Contra on the on the Nintendo, which probably I mean Nintendo marketed and made produce like a million copies of it. Maybe yeah. one point five million. But then you have a game like Chiller, which was uh Color Dreams. Well and there, there's two there's two publishers actually of Chiller. I have one mm-hmm. of them and then oh. there's another one. Oh interesting. Yeah. But you but you still you take like the Color Dreams Chiller game, they couldn't have made more than ten thousand copies of that game. I right. can't imagine. And so it's like, yeah, because it was not only unlicensed, but it was I mean, there was a very limited amount of stores they could sell it in because of the what, material of what it was. What ni- well, not only just that, but what Nintendo used to do is they used to strong arm yeah. stores where it's like, okay, if you're going to carry games, then we're going to just stop selling our games to you. Yeah. And so then they said, okay, you know what? No, we're not going to carry anything that's unlicensed by Nintendo because we don't want to lose all of the, the revenue and cash. That's why we... you never saw them in stores. Yeah. You never saw them at Target, Toys R Us, Toys R Us mm-hmm. which makes yeah. you wonder, where did you hear about these? Yeah. Where, where, where did well, you find them? With those yeah. ones, I um, I, I know... Shack, maybe? Maybe, but then, like, you could probably... Uh, Land. They, um, my maybe? my guess is they probably went to specific churches and directly sold through churches. Oh, for wisdom, oh, maybe for wisdom, wisdom, wisdom tree, tree, color maybe, tree. Which, they, yeah. I guarantee you, they targeted like well, that way through for maybe. their kids. Where I found my thirteen Sunday fun days was yeah. at a. Good it was no, it was a religious thrift store. <gasps> See, that's oh, where I found mine. Oh, that makes sense. See, like that's they that they targeted a, a very yeah. very small and, market, and that thrift store was connected to a r- religious store. 
So yeah. they were only sold in them stores back yeah, in the day. Sure. As far as the unlicensed titles, I'm sure it was all advertisements and machine. You had to pick up, a, or uh, magazines had to pick up a phone and probably order them. Yeah, so I was about to say, exactly. I, I, to the best of my knowledge, I don't remember very many mom and pop game stores back in the, the day because no. reselling was not really a thing. No, it wasn't. And the only games that I ever saw on store shelves or that I saw with regularity, other than the officially licensed games, were the tension games. games. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's how I got. But that was. Like, but that was. Syndrome but that was also because the tension games had the backing of basically was it either Atari or Sega. Atari. Atari. Tension was Atari. It was Atari. So it's like Atari already had a big following with yeah. everything that they did. So it's like they could afford to mass produce them and put out a lot of copies. And it must have been enough, considering a lot of those tension titles did end up getting official. Nintendo release. Nah, I wouldn't well, say a lot. Gauntlet, no, Gauntlet, you know it's RBI, Gauntlet, RBI, RBI, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, yeah. I mean you Indiana have, you have it's quite a I think those, those are the only three. I mean, I four. guess Tetris, Schoon, Schoona. No, no, I'm thinking no, Tubin. No. Tetris, Tetris, Tetris was no Tetris was Tension, but that was before they had finished the the rights to putting it on home consoles, and that's because why. that's when they got the cease and desist yeah. and had to stop selling it because Nintendo got the got the rights to it gotcha. so technically i guess four tension games came out as licensed as games. licensed uh, uh only oh, no, i'm sorry pac-man, pac-man? Was, as yeah. well too yeah, pac-man pac-man licensed as namco and licensed as tension yes yeah. but it was officially licensed as tension first so there's only there's only three tension licensed games mm-hmm. pac-man um gauntlet gauntlet and then Oh my goodness! Tetris? And, no, not no. Tetris. Uh, not Indiana Jones. Uh, RBI Baseball. Oh, RBI Baseball. Uh, okay. Yeah. Which is funny because I have some of those as tension. I want to say my RBI mm-hmm. Baseball is tension. Yeah, it's a black yeah. black cartridge. Yeah, and mine's the gray one. Yep. Yeah. Roadrunner. That's another. I finished hmm. that subset to tension. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, yeah. there's not too many tension games. There's what like twenty. Twenty some. Twenty five at most. most Tetris is the most expensive, but it's only like eighty. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's maybe a hundred bucks loose. <laughs> I was I was honest. I was thinking about going after tension games, but it's, it's not I too. Just, it's not. It's hard. not too hard. Yeah, but I still I don't have like the I don't have the nostalgia for tension games. No, like you, I, <clears throat> you didn't play Roadrunner growing up like I did. No, me never, me. never <laughs> played Alien Roadrunner. Syndrome. Never played Alien Syndrome. Never did uh, Tubin. Tubin. Uh, the only ones that I played Pac-Man? Fantasy Zone. The only ones that I played with a lot of regularity were the RBI baseball games. They did one, two, and three. Oh, I love RBI yeah. baseball. That's they my got, favorite game. They got much better too. Baseball. It's and that I've was I've only almost, played one. Oh, see, no, that's they actually it was almost like Tecmo Super Bowl type thing where it's like oh. the more like as they went on, they the got, got they got better. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it kind of sucks. Two and three are uh, unlicensed. You won't be. Uh... I know. I know. Oh, well, we can always do a special. <laughs> you can always do. You can always do a uh, unlicensed Tengen special. With oh yeah, some there tree. you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, Ala- Aladdin like. or uh, Camerica. I mean, mm-hmm. we kind of did. We yeah, we did a couple of Camerica games that I got from my yeah. friend Amy. We did um, Linus Spacehead. And I like that one. B fifty two. Oh yeah. So that wouldn't be too bad. Mm-hmm. I looked up what what like Linus goes for in a sixty-seven loose. Yeah, That's it, not it too bad. went up. It was lower. Yeah, 
I got all the Aladdins for you. Oh, the Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> it's all new in box, yeah. so nothing's open. I remember back in the day when I first started collecting, you could get those, like the the Aladdin uh, deck enhancer and yeah. then the, all six or seven of the games. People were selling them as lots, complete, like brand new for like 60 bucks, well, I 70 think bucks. I got mine off of eBay maybe five years ago. It might have even been, it might have been during the pandemic. I think I paid a hundred plus shipping. No, oh, for for those people who don't know what this is, what is the Aladdin deck enhancer? Because I'll be honest, when you guys said Aladdin, I was thinking the Sega Genesis Super oh, Nintendo no, Aladdin, no. like Disney's Aladdin. It's not that. No. So it was a, it was something. It, think of it like the thirty two X scam. Think of it like <laughs> no. Think of it like the thirty two X. It yes. was it was an a, like an attachment, an attachment that went into the Super Nintendo. The Nintendo, Nintendo, and then you would pl put these games into that, and then that's what played them. It was basically their way of getting through the lockout chip on the yeah, Nintendo. Yeah. And so, but it was games that eventually, I mean, like, what is it, uh, Dizzy? The Adventures of Dizzy was yeah. that ended up coming out. Other than like, there's two Dizzy games, Fantastic Adventures of Dizzy, and then there's another one. Yeah. There was supposed to be another one that came out for the Aladdin, which was never released, if I recall correctly. I had mm -hmm. one of them on Genesis. That's what I'm thinking Dizzy. of. But That's what I'm thinking. They they marketed it as, yeah. yeah on there's systems. probably, I, th I think it's like seven or eight games for the Aladdin. Like Paul there was said. Seven. There were seven of them. I seven. Think. Yeah. And then there's, I think, two or three that were supposed to come out that were unreleased. They're on the back of the box, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. And... It was Comerica, if I recall correctly, but then oh. at some point, either, I can't remember if I'm remembering this correctly, if it was some company and then Comerica, or if it was Comerica and then another company. Mm -hmm. so I but like I think, I think what, it, it was supposed, that it was called the, the Deck Enhancer. I think ABG yeah. ended an episode. So it was enhancer. supposed to actually enhance the graphics, too. It didn't. So what eventually happened, and it, it didn't, like Paul said... <laughs> America must have been the second, com second company because yeah. they ended up going bankrupt, if I recall correctly. So that's why the it didn't get pushed any f any further. Mm. It was why produced by Comerica, developed by Codemasters. Okay, oh, that's Code what it Masters. was. Codemasters. Okay. So <laughs> one of them, yeah. Codemasters or Comerica, went out of business. It must have been uh, probably Comerica. I think it was Comerica yeah. because Codemasters was still putting out games on the Genesis. Yeah, Comerica was. The, the money behind it. Well, there's a, two other developers behind them, too. Oliver Twins and Big Red Software. Well, Oliver uh, Twins came, is um, out of the UK. They created the Dizzy series. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And so uh, Dizzy, the Dizzy series came out of the U UK, so it's more prominent in the UK. Ah, uh, And so um, they ended up going bankrupt, so basically it just fell dead so but supposedly you're supposed to be able to put if i recall correctly nintendo games i thought into it is supposed to either enhance them or they're supposed to come out with more latin games that had enhanced graphics and which it didn't do it didn't do that so <laughs> there were 24 games that were supposed to be released for it by the end of 93 However, only seven were actually ever released. Yeah, yeah, seven. I see that. And yeah. one of them, one of them, I think, only came with the Aladdin deck enhancer. It did not sell separately, if I recall correctly. It was one of the Dizzy games. It was one of the Dizzy. Probably it was renamed Dizzy the Adventurer, I think, mm -hmm. or Fantastic. I don't remember. 
But yeah, each it looks like Big Nose Freakouts, Dizzy yes, the Adventure, The Fantastic yeah. Adventures of Dizzy, yes. Linus Spaceheads Cosmic Crusade, Micro Machines, Quattro Adventure, and Quattro Sports. Now, oh, the, those last four games actually released on the NES as Comerica titles. As Comerica yeah. titles, yeah, that's yeah. Well, Big No Big Nose did too. I want to uh, say yes. Or did they? I don't think Big Nose did. I have well, Big Nose. Because one of the ones that say they were unreleased were canceled was B52, which was which, which was came out as Comerica. Yeah. Big Nose the Caveman, CJ's Elephant Antics, Go Dizzy Go, Metal Man, like all these goofy ones. Yeah, yeah. those never, that games. didn't release. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of fascinating. Because even some of the ones that were on this Quattro Adventure, Boomerang Kids, Super Robin Hood, Treasure Island, Dizzy, and Linus Spacehead. But it was, yeah. Just and they finally released. Mm -hmm. They released three Quattro games because you had arcade, sports, and, and the adventure one. Yeah. Adventure. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Comerica was. It was it was odd. I mean, because you had you had those cartridges, you had the gray cartridges, but then you also, I believe it was Comerica, where you had the switch on the back. They yeah. said try A if this doesn't work do B and yeah, it's supposed it to get the by the, yeah. the lockout it was the Chimera code uh, now cards I'm, I know we're so way off topic here <laughs> but that's what this is about B52 I, is $21 at least by the way I didn't, br I didn't bring the manual but for Deathbox it's an AVE unlicensed title I think that's America, America Video, Video Game Entertainment yeah, American Video the back the back of the, the manual it says if your cartridge does not work, you will need to take it to a someone, I'm not certified, but someone who knows electronics. And it means you have a Revision 11 NES, and they actually show you in the back of the manual how to open up your NES. And get by it? And, and to, to solder it, to, to, like, to mod it. Oh, to, God. Well, to see, one, to see if you're on Revision 11, and it shows you how to solder it yeah, over to resistor it. 18 to bypass Which the game lockout. Is this? this is uh, Deathbots. Deathbots. Yeah. It's it's not the game. Yeah. In the manual. It's in the manual. It's in the manual, and I think the same thing is in the manual for Wally No Gang Bear. I think it's called. And then what? Wally <laughs> Wally Bear and the No Name Gang. I think that's what it's called oh on NES. God, what a name! But, but they say if you take it and get it done. And something about like a proof of purchase or something, they'll give you ten dollars off an AVE game. So uh, basically, like they show you how to mod Whatever. Basically, Nintendo said these guys are fucking with us. Let's create a new lockout version. That's maybe, what it sounds yeah, like. Maybe. And apparently, oh, it's this resistor eighteen. They yeah. showed it, in, and they show a jumper. So you jump out, lock. I guess you jump that's over resistor crazy. 18 so yeah, you don't lock it yeah, up. That's crazy. I, sh I should have brought the manual, but they had pictures on how to do it. Or they have the, the little form saying um, it was, you send it in, it was something like, I certified that I went and got this done. And then they'll give you like a $10. Ten dollars off one of their games. How they get away with that? Like you figure somebody would have tipped them off about it. To be like, hey, I these guys know. are fucking getting by well, your shit. It's like, not only it's not only just that. It's God. like if you're if you do that to <clears throat> to modify your system, and then all of a sudden your regular games don't work. 
What was to stop somebody from saying, like, contacting Nintendo and saying, hey, my Nintendo is not working anymore, and then they'll do something to, like, replace it, or else they'll realize, like, wait, why is why is this soldered here? Like, why did you do this? Like, It did say you could void your warranty. I was yeah. just about to say, were warranties really a thing back then? It's not like they were, not like Nintendos were red-ringing back in the day, no, you know course, what I yeah. mean? Like, I feel like that, yeah, that's so bizarre. So I, just I, I never if, knew any of that. Yeah. Yeah. It it was so interesting. I was just going through the manual, and I'm like, yeah. And then I recall it on the Wally Bear manual. I wonder how much mm. some of those Aladdin Deck Enhancer games go for. I don't think that they're... I don't think it's I too mean, much, because you can you still find complete in box Aladdin Deck Enhancers like and the games. And the set. The whole set. Yeah. So they're sitting somewhere. I paid, I think, 100 for mine, so maybe on eBay they're... Like I said, 40? I... 120 for, for maybe the game but it looks like this one's also connected to the aladdin yeah like i said i mean i used to huh. back in the day at like 2004 2005 i used to see them on ebay all the time and it was always they're they were, still on now they were brand new shrink wrapped and they were like 40 50 dollars for the whole i lot. i wonder now how much because i've never like i, I I feel like I don't even remember hearing about the Aladdin Deck Enhancer as a kid. I think in magazines I've seen it. Oh, okay. I think it was uh, definitely I've not seen, Nintendo Power. Only, yeah, no, <laughs> no, God, no. I've seen it. I've seen the ads in uh, comic books as well too, okay. like from that, so, from that time. Right now, there's one on eBay. They've sold 109 of these. <laughs> twelve, twelve dollars to ship. This is Aladdin Deck Enhancer, brand new, all seven games, 175. So they are that jumping the price bad. up. They're starting to up it, yeah. All seven games. And I think I, I think it was like a hundred. And I think I did it during the pandemic, probably twenty twenty one. Yeah. Jesus. Well, either that's way, price, either way, they're pulling those from some kind of warehouse. That's right. yeah. From somewhere they're just says, sitting somewhere. Yeah, because if it says that one hundred and eight sold, like <laughs> no, they've got them somewhere. And, and I yeah, really, they all came from that same storage place. I man. was just about <laughs> to bring that up because I wanted Chris's. <laughs> Put on this. So you heard recently about that one, uh, like collection that got, I'm gonna say quote unquote unearthed from a storage facility of like hundreds uh, of it was sealed in SNES games. Texas, no. right? It was in Texas. Mm, I say I thought a, it was a mountain state. It was Montana. A, <clears throat> I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about that? No. What happened? It was happened? like sealed Chrono Triggers, TMNT, like all these sealed. Oh, Nebraska! Super it was in Nebraska. There we go. These sealed Super Nintendo no. games. I say I was scrolling through Hangouts to find out. Yeah, they 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 just happened to be in this storage facility that this was it. This it was couple bar off. or whatever. It, well, they didn't. Well, this local store is claiming they were unearthed in this this yeah. self storage place, but like. It it seems we fishy. find it fishy. So the article, the so, article yeah. So the article says hordes of SNES, Sega CD, Genesis, Saturn, and 3DO games were put into storage after a local store closed down in 1994 and have remained untouched until now. And they were found in that storage facility, unearthed. And so they're saying that some of the game, I mean, almost all of the games were sealed, um, still. But they're uh, long or. or some of the titles that were found there were for the SNES, TMNT, Four Turtles in Time, Final Fantasy Three, Sunset Riders, um, Man. Aladdin, fishy, doesn't it? Um, well. Chrono Trigger, uh, 
They wouldn't reveal everything because they no. didn't want to influence something. How yeah. do you forget that you have these games in that facility for 30, well, almost 30 years? My that's... first question is, is the people that opened the storage facility, were they the ones that owned it or was this auctioned off? But even if it was auctioned off, unless if they recently stopped paying for a storage facility, like that would've been like your grandparents owning it and then just paying for it without realizing they're paying for it and it getting auctioned off. If I yeah. knew my grandparents or my parents had a storage facility somewhere and didn't know what the hell was in it, my first thing would be, give me the damn key. I'm gonna go investigate what's in this yeah, thing. Cause yeah, because that probably would have been put in there mid late 90s maybe early yeah, they said 2000s 19, they said 1994 yeah the so store closed 30 years so ago. i'm sorry but if it's just being how would you now, forget about it how would you forget if you had to pay for that, that locker for 30 years and not to mention if you owned a store that's a lot of product that you spent money on that is sitting there you that just you lost. still want to try to get money and for. It, with yeah. this recent retro boom <laughs> you can't tell yeah. me you have no idea that gaming has turned into this phenomenon one of the biggest industries in the world I that could, you would not, oh fuck I that think storage is, facility where I have all these sealed games are a fucking and now right I now. remember to be honest I think it is the biggest because with Microsoft buying you know, porn no I think it's a pretty big fucking 18, industry my, Microsoft just spent what 18 billion or whatever to buy that's Microsoft so I mean, yeah. Microsoft's more than just games though. this oh. this was the this was the line that made me hesitate about the legitimacy of this <laughs> reveal is. So Game Room said they won't be releasing any details on the overall value of the collection until it's all preserved and documented. So yeah, our first the, question: What are they preserving it with Wada <laughs> and then selling it on on? Oh, look at the last line. It's if worth noting it that if they get the games officially graded, the value for most of them could double, triple, or quadruple in price. And that's why I, I said guarantee was, you. when I shared the story with them, I, I said it was fishy. Yeah. And so, they were both just like, yeah, this seems kind no, of... Oh, yeah, no. This seems like another publicity right. stunt through so, WADA or so, Heritage. To save face after so who, who from WADA or who from Heritage knows someone with the locker and put all these sealed games in uh, there? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Seems convenient. Well, and... What's Here's, his name? Leroy Jenkins? Who's the guy who owns Wada? Uh, <laughs> well, I can't remember what his name Dennis, is. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis with one end. Dennis, yeah, Here's yeah. my other question is, because they've not revealed what type of storage facility this was. Nope. It's Nebraska. They're not going to have high, especially back in 94. They're not indoor, climate controlled. Climate controlled indoor storages were not a thing back then. No, it true. wasn't in 1994. They yeah. were like the U-Haul. It's a row of garages. I never You're even thought about that right. until you said that. Yeah, if those things were in there since Tupperware 1994. Containers. And Tupperware containers. Tupperware containers weren't big in 94. Well, I mean, but there's they, Rubbermaid was no, I mean, but there were still Rubbermaid stuff. They existed, but how expensive it would have been. There's also not those. There were not those clear plastic covers that you put on a lot of these games. Back no, then. but you're talking those games were baking in the Nebraska Midwest heat and winters and winters. Yeah, not so to mention those games, bugs, rodents that. Oh, those games those are. Those games are ruined, even if they're sealed. Those games, if they were in a garage for like 30 years, no, those games are ruined. That's they're not going to work. Like, yeah. those storage facilities are not sealed. The weather can still get in there, but especially yes, if it's from a 1994. Right. The whole, the I whole never like, thought of that. No, climate-controlled right. environment, problem, that started in the last, right. like, 10 years, thought, where now it's been a big thing. I thought one of the articles said it was an indoor storage thing. Maybe not. Maybe I read it wrong. I mean, they're, they're technically indoors in that they're under a roof. <laughs> I mean... So, I guess that's I true. Could, I could see 
Like, I've not seen anything about the actual facility. So unless it's in another article that I haven't seen, yeah. like, I'm sorry, those types, like I said, especially in Nebraska, it's fucking Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we thought the story was kind of fishy because it's like, those games, especially the ones they mentioned, like, Chrono Trigger is a big fucking game. That's yeah. a top mm-hmm. top tier title for the SNES. Yeah, you know it's just, it's it's not something that you would just forget about. You know what I mean? Like, if my parents owned a store, I would have remembered well, okay. that they had that. It we just can even make we can sense. even go we can even go for it. your parents did own a store. Yes, they did. How much of the product after they they stopped having the store did they leave sitting in the basement? None. We cleaned the store out. Exactly. Or how much did they bring home and just keep sitting on to this day? Nude beer. There's like that was the thing. It was nude beer. Yeah, there's well, nude beer is beer yeah. with topless girls on it. My brother has some in his basement. Oh, right now. yeah. <laughs> my grandma, like, okay. grandpa had it. You had to scratch it off, or with oh, the. Oh, that's so cool. I think there were like, with the exception of a heat. few like yeah. individual collector things like that, they're not going to sit on hundreds, if not thousands, of no. dollars worth of product. No, no. It, especially if it was a store that closed. You're going to try to recoup some of your money. Yeah. Uh, let's think this was 1994 this store goes out of business or whatever the circumstance for fuck's sake they probably could have went to a blockbuster and said hey we'll sell you all these to rent out unload your unload so, your material at Funko Land I could see if maybe they shut the store down not all this sold alright we're gonna put it in storage and do it a little like a year later maybe but I would think they would go until they're down to maybe a couple hundred and like I don't know, newspaper rummage, something at 90, 1994. Yeah. This quote here explains it all. This is totally what is behind it. So when they talk about uh, the, the games and, and the fact that they're factory sealed, they said a single game could be a $50 street value with a street box. Value. With a <laughs> box, it could be 200 street value. Factory sealed in poor condition could be a $1,000 value. And then a mint perfect, the best known specimen, could be $100,000. It's like the only $100,000 sealed games were the ones Stadium that. Were, <laughs> no, were the ones that Wada put out. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's. Um, yep. I can't even tell you. I, I mean, there are sealed copies of games like Kuwan that people are trying to get like $2,000 for. Ridiculous. And right. now this, they're saying a poor condition factory seal could be a $1,000 value. It's like, what? What poor? What are you talking about? A thousand dollars for poor? I pissed on my sealed copy of this. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> so is my sealed copy of The Bachelor on DS a hundred thousand? Uh, I mean, if it's in mint condition, it could be. It could be. <laughs> uh, gem mint. You get, you get that thing graded. Only street value. You get. You get that thing graded. Oh my goodness. You could have a game that's at least five thousand dollars. Yep. I just, yeah. I, to heritage we go! Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, but like, like everything about that story just like s- makes alarms go off for me. Like, how did you not hear? I, 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 didn't, the, I didn't hear about I'm surprised. That. I'm surprised. Well, you, see, yeah, I, you I have no that. life, so I read articles. No, but I'm, so you, I shared you, it with them. They yeah. didn't know. So I'm no, and I knew. I knew. That. I had seen it. Yeah, I you, just. I never did. See, I, I didn't deep dive into it until you shared it. I didn't know about it because Kevin doesn't like me, and he didn't send me the article. Dude, I I would do everything in Hangouts, so like my brain just defaults to if I don't. Is talk that to people, still a thing? Hang, well, it's it's. I thought they got rid of it. No, it's it changed over to what is it now? I can't remember. It's, I think it's Google. 
No, it's Google Hangouts still, isn't it? No. I thought they got rid of it. Hmm. Uh, no, they got rid of Google Plus. Oh, that's what it was. Because that one guy in, uh, who was that? Ryan Ballard on two two dudes no, in NES yeah. would only reply. So like, I, yeah, like I only. So basically, I just share shit in the thing with the two of them. So it's my brain is, just, or I post it on Facebook, and that's about all I, I didn't do. see that. Normally, I would come across something like that. Yeah. Thompson estimates it is going to take about a year to tell the full story of this exclusive collection and find the true value of the game. So yeah, you, I can guarantee you, they're they're getting them graded probably through yeah. WADA. I, I really I to be honest that's one of those articles oh, and one of those stories I'm, I really want to reach out to yeah. someone like um to uh, Yobst Jobs oh, or whatever oh, jo- yeah, Carl, and be like Carl what's Jobs. your yeah. two cents on this mm-hmm. and see if he's done anything oh I with think it. he's gonna I think he's gonna because dig into it especially if these games with he's, as much as he's already digging into these companies if these games get graded by Wada I guarantee you he is going to look into it and see he's going to deep dive into it to try to get to the bottom of it. Okay. And and what these guys' connections are to Wada, because if if they are getting these games graded, and then all of a sudden now they're going to go on to an auction, like because they're they're trying to generate all of the um, the publicity and all that stuff for like a year, where they're going to slowly feed new updates and stuff. I guarantee you I, that that's what they're. My doing. My big thing is I want images of the facility. Yeah, like I, I want to find out. I want to find out what what place they found these at. What flat out? Okay. Not only do I want, yeah, the, like what images the of the facility. facility. Two, I want to know what the name of the company, like the, the supposed store that these used to belong to. Yeah, right. Because like we had said, mom and pop game stores were not necessarily a thing back in ninety fucking four. I don't yeah. really remember one. And no. I'm, and I'm so unless you right it was now, like a small had, franchise of no, uh, and if like, they uh, had yeah, like a Funko Land or something at the time, because yeah, yeah. I, well, and that's the thing. Well, too, why would you have sealed if mom and, and pop, Funko Land? Mom and they pop wouldn't have sealed no, games. Yeah, mom and pop stores wouldn't have sealed loose, games. Maybe the a only, manual. The only people that had sealed games were the big distributors, like yeah. the like the stores, like Targets KB, or KB or yeah, Toys R Us. But but then when that stock shift to another store. Depends, because it, it, I don't know if it was a thing back then, but you could do individual licensed stores. Right. Sort of like McDonald's. Store. So like like I said, so like McDonald's and stuff, they do them. You can either be corporate right. or, or I local. Or, so I don't imagine. know if I don't know if, if any back of these, then, these yeah. retailers had anything like that. I can't yeah. imagine a KB or anything like that would be a franchise-type ima- store. But there, there's also no. the possibility of a small region local chain only. I suppose that's but, possible, but, but back in like, 94... That's I, why it would have to be small and local to, like, Nebraska and something else. But you have to but understand, still, it's though, still fishy. The smaller that it is, the more they're not going to put those games into storage. Yeah, I know. They're going to try to recoup their money. I know. I know. Yes, it just... Yes. just it seems no. odd. Like, yeah. all the pieces don't quite no. fit. No, it's There's definitely... It, it's The puzzle pieces are not lining up, and it's causing more questions than it's answering at this point. But that's honestly... I, I think that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get people to talk about it, to try to discover what this is, and then they're slowly going to feed, like, oh, yeah, here's some more facts from this case. And, and oh, we got the first 
assortment of games graded from WADA, and this is what they had to say. Like, it's going to be a slow trickle. Chrono Trigger sealed $40,000. Chrono Trigger has never been found in this high a grade before. There is no ceiling on this game because it's the best known <laughs> It's the best known RPG that was ever made in the West. It's at my house. <laughs> Chrono Trigger graded $19,000. Actually, well, they're not I'm, talking about that. They're talking 20000 or not 20000 They're talking 100000 $100,000. Over nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I guarantee. I guarantee. One million dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, this lot is worth on one hundred billion dollars. But that's where like price charting fucks everything. It, yeah, yes, everything. It's, it fucks everything. It was. I don't know. I miss the days the, when it was when it was a a, a tool for the collectors, not so well, much for the sellers. It, it was a novelty that not everybody, yeah, not everybody knew of it, and so it was nice to really just because if you were collecting, it was nice knowing that okay, I'm not paying more than I should, or oh, this game goes for $50, like, okay, so I know like what my benchmark is, but now it's like everybody and their mother seems to think like oh yeah i've got this game price starting says 20 i'm gonna charge 25 for it the other issue i i just kind of just kind of popped in my head is price charting has unfortunately become the de facto place to go yeah there's yeah. not very many places like competing that help track the stuff no. to keep things accurate yeah right, right which right. is kind of it's that it falls into the same thing that like wada and heritage fall into it's they basically have a monopoly on this because no one else is attempting to compete in the market. No, no, that's actually not true. Is uh, Video Game Authority, the VGA, they were the first ones to start grading video games. Well, and they started, like, literally, I, yeah, I want to say like, it was, like, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. but, like, it's 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 not to the same level that, like, WADA and them are able to yeah, get Yeah, but that's to. because WADA is doing what they can in order to yeah, get the publicity. But, see, but so, like, and, and price charting the... not having a rival in the thing. No, exactly. How... Yeah. Even if they did, I mean... Well, there is another one that I use. I have my collection on, and I can't remember what it is. It's like Col Collector's Corner or something, and they do do pricing on it. And the two are off of each other. Like, but uh, how big know? is the disparity? I don't know how big the discrepancy is. Do you know what I've, I've actually started going back to what I used to do? Is I'm not even looking at... At, um, at price charting you anymore for certain games. I look at eBay sales listings mm, yeah. to get an idea of what a game is worth or, or what something is worth. I, and that's, I'm starting to rely less on price charting. And that's kind days. of where where I feel like that was that that's why it was so much easier to get a better deal back then. And to find those 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 super good deals is because like somebody is not gonna spend the time to rifle through fifteen ended auctions to be yeah. like and then average out the price when they have this right here you know yeah. what i mean like you, it almost took more assiduity to to figure out what each well, title was was and to be worth. honest back then like prior to like price charting becoming big individual sellers were also no. more likely to haggle yes. for sales oh, rather than yeah. rather no, than there's... this is all i see it as a mm -hmm. firm number here yeah therefore this is what it's worth because i mean if you if like let's say you were to look at for an example, like Rule of Rose, right now I want it for four fifty, and some are going for six hundred, some are going for five. Like you would average that out, it would mm -hmm. more than likely end up falling in the mid to low fives. Yeah. 
Whereas now you look at price charting, it's six fifty. It's like, this is part of the reason uh, I don't like collecting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because like there is, there well, is no the internet. Yep. Like I don't know how to say it. Like there's no way to make it all cohesive and make everything match yeah. mm-hmm. because it becomes such a subjective thing of what the value is. Right. So. And it's hard to compete with something that's so established. It's It was like when... Because uh, well, what came first? Was it Yahoo or Google? Uh, uh, Yahoo. Yahoo was much bigger than Google was. And yet Yahoo got its ass handed to it. And basically Google is the universal search engine for fucking everything. How yeah. many other search engines have there been over the years? You had Bing. You had fucking... just basically Yahoo searched back, something. Back in the day before Google, uh, Lycos was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Lycos.com they're all dead like you could not go up against google you just can't like there's so it's like and if you try to do that with with price charting it's like how do you do it like Mm -hmm. it's already so established and it's got such a footing you really can't dethrone it yeah yeah so it's i i kind of see where like you have to kind of take it as gospel because there is nothing else to really put a value on especially now that gaming has become such a fucking phenomenon well Uh, not just gaming but collecting yes in general yes all right and then like you have the the way that um uh like especially if there's any like self-reported information into price charting of like sales through places like um midwest gaming classic that completely fuck with the numbers. Oh, yeah. Because you're paying not only... You're paying the convenience fee for being able to get it then and there. Mm-hmm. But then there's, like, the markup for, like... The, the classic price, we call like, it. Yeah, like, whatever you want to call well, it. Well, because... Convention, they're, yeah, yeah, convention, yeah. yeah. Because they're... they're English paying, was failing me. They're, pay, they're paying for the booth, and so they basically charge a little bit more per game because they're trying to make up for the value that yeah. they had to set up the booth. So, like, there's stuff like that that, that screws with numbers and stuff, too. So it's just, like... It's hard to trust anything as a firm line within the numbers. Yeah. Because even, even that's why Paul's method is kind of more of what collectors should go for is look at where auctions end. Because when I won Kuan for 610, I like a, well, an auction right following, somebody got Kuan for 545. I said, fuck, I should have bid on that one. Yeah. Why did I win it for 610? But if, well, yeah. but that's but that's another thing too is that price charting. I don't even know when their updates happen, but but their stuff doesn't happen instantaneously. No, no. So even though something like it says that it's on price charting for we'll say five hundred dollars, that's not to say like okay, well in a week's time it's going to be updated to where it should be, and it and you paid five fifteen for it because it was the slight markup over what price charting was, but then all of a sudden it's like nope, it's four hundred dollars. Yeah, because it's just price charting caught up to it. It's like, why am I paying this much for it when all it, that wasn't where it was trending before? It's just be, that's where price charting had it. Yeah. So it's there's so many flaws in the system right <clears throat> now. Well, and and just... then there's the 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 cynical type person in me that's I play something up on eBay. I use another fake account of my own to buy it at a higher price to inflate the price. Oh, there are individuals yeah. that do that with oh, no, collecting. No, that's oh, that's yeah. shill bidding. Yeah, that is what and, it is. Yeah. And, like that happens, mm-hmm. and it's I guarantee you some of the prices for these games. Depending on how much that, uh, how that, much you make on shill bidding, it's that's a that's that is definitely fraud, and that could be a very 
Well, and friends. the thing is, I suppose that only works if you technically lose to somebody who does outbid you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, you're really not losing anything. Well, don't you pay a fee anyway? There's no uh, entry um, insertion fee anymore. No, because I thought if you were first, a seller, one hundred. There's the final, the only final, final value, value fee. fee fee now. Right, but let's let's say I do that. Let's say I make two accounts. Right, I'm selling on one, and I want something to go for higher, but nobody is going higher, so I win it. Don't wouldn't I still have to pay a fee? Yes, you would. You so would, technically, even, you're losing money because you're it buying was, it to yourself. Even if you canceled it, there's still the final fee. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, that that shill bidding thing, like, kind of it's kind of pointless because you're losing money. Well, you yeah. just need to rely on the fact that somebody's going to outbid you. Yeah. You, you have to wait until someone bids and then try to right. but hope you don't cap their max bid. Right. Yeah. So it's like you almost need to, like, for it to work, you have to lose. You do not <laughs> you know condone I mean? this. No, no not well, at all. Well, this is that's, horrible. This that's, is that's, that, that, that's why I said it's the cynic in me that, that looks at yeah. stuff like this and says, mm -hmm. how, they, you, it has to happen. We know it happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just how much is that influencing the price for some games that don't yeah. deserve to be as high of a price as they are. Yep, and exactly. The other thing that sucks with this, it's never happened to me, but this whole price charting thing and all this, but I've heard about this happening to other people, is in physical video game stores they have the price on there a guy goes up there to buy it oh, oh wait let me check nope now it's this it's fifty dollars more that's actually or, in some oh, states it's actually that, illegal and that i'm actually, like that's actually happened i've, I've seen posts on facebook oh my god i'm like that's that actually illegal in some states illegal that's, to do yeah, that that's... i'm like that is not right if you go into a store and it's marked as one price um like if it's physically marked by the store as one price and then they they, they adjust it at the register yeah they can actually get in trouble for that and i'm like that is a bunch of bull crap because they name the stores that do not go to the store they do not honor their prices blah 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 oh, wow. and i've i've had this happen to me um this is another thing with price charting you have 3do you have cdi you have turbo graphics 16 mm -hmm. you have uh Turbo Graphics uh, uh, CD. All of them came in boxes, and they came in cases for the the Hue card, mm -hmm. the CD, the 3DO. Not all games, but um, CDI did that on some of their games. They came in boxes and had a case. Hmm. So you look at price charting. Take Turbo Graphics 16 for example. It says it's complete in box. I guarantee you it's not complete in box, it's complete in case. Oh, yeah. I suppose mm. that would be certain games like Earthbound that were never actually... Sealed. Sealed. My yeah. Earthbound was never sealed when I bought it from Shopco back in yeah. the day. And technically complete would be with the guide, wouldn't it? It was like my Pokemon Heart Gold. Right. Yeah. There never was an actual... Well, there I was thought no it had like, that sticker. So that, from like, my understanding, it did not come with it. They used to come with those st stickers and then I guess collectors so, complained to nintendo and said we don't want that it messes yeah. up it was probably a cost saving measure too oh i bet it's one less thing that they have to manufacture and stick onto the thing so any way they can cut yeah. corners and save money but yeah, yeah like a game so, like earthbound how would you ne technically define a complete in it, box it never if it came with, with a circle seal or a box itself if i remember right it was in a case yeah. and they had to give it to you well it's like like um what is it? Uh, what is it? Lethal Enforcer? 
The yeah. gun came in like oh. the big box with the CD. With the CD and a separate thing. It came with the gun and the CD. Yeah, and, and it, they were in like I, there was, yeah, was one a big box. box. Yeah, I, ha- I have it. It's and mine a, wasn't sealed. Yours, mine wasn't is sealed. For there's there's lethal. a shrink wrap. There's shrink wrap over it. Oh, maybe mine was for lethal enforcers then. Cause like, cause I got mine at retail. Oh, I feel like the did the Genesis version have a edit uh, that yeah, out. Maybe it did. Well, and see here, ah. my question is then like complete in box. Is it like stupid. the game with just the manual and stuff? Or does the big box everything shipped in count is as complete in box? complete in box? Because I didn't, I don't recall I ever Paul's being right. able to buy Lethal Enforcers without the. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if Paul you open is, that but up, it's got the cellophane. Paul, Paul is right. Then, then it did come with the cellophane. I opened mine. Yeah. So like. Yeah. So like, is that complete in box or is the That's game the game inside complete in box with gun? Is that complete See, in box? Now, it, if it you open that up, does that have a case for the specific game? Yes. Thought, yeah. Yes, because so I com- bought that one yes. at retail. But that would also be considered complete in box. It would so, be the game well, in its case. I count that as complete in box. I know Lethal Enforcers Two came separate. That was a shit game, by the way. I never played it. <laughs> it's not great. I haven't played that one. I, <laughs> I kind of want to play thought it. Now. Lethal, I thought Lethal Enforcers eventually came, um, not as a bundle. I could be wrong. That's that's what I was wondering because I I remember as a kid getting it for the Sega Genesis and it came with the gun. Obviously, it came with the justifier. Yeah. And I remember my dad got grilled by this by clerk saying, "Now this game's rated mature. Are you sure you want this for your boys?" I'm gonna justify it. Yeah. And my dad was like, "Motherfucker, I'm paying for it. I will give my kids whatever the hell I want." Because uh, you two know my dad. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but like that's because that's what I'm wondering. I didn't know if you could buy Lethal Enforcers without the gun. But I'm maybe not 100% you could. Certain. I don't know, but like, and that like again, that brings it up is like, which version is con- considered complete in box when you're selling it? Then right, because technically Paul skew- could open that uh, one up with the gun. Yeah, and if the game comes in the case, according to price charting, it did come. They out did bundle. have they yeah they did have versions. It would both. come out of bundle. Yeah, there there was both bundled and unbundled. Assuming price charting's right, because to be honest, like. I don't think the Justifier worked with any other game. It only worked with Lethal Enforcers. I don't remember very yeah, many Mad, gun Mad Dogs. Games. I thought it worked with Mad Dog McCree. I didn't think that was on Genesis. One and two. Oh, Genesis. And yeah. I'm talking about no, Sega CD. Right, right. Cause well, it, I don't know, because they came out with the Menacer for the Genesis. But that was a whole separate peripheral. So I don't know if any of those games worked with if the justifier worked with any of those games because you could oh god could so, you use controller for lethal enforcers i th- think you, you can, could actually. on the sega cd i thought see this is one thing that i i mean but the picture the picture is the picture is the bundle picture so i don't know yes you could so, use yeah. the controller for lethal enforcers so you know what i bet you could buy it without the justifier Okay. It just wasn't as fun without the just. Oh god, no! It was like playing Virtua Cop without the fucking without the gun. Yeah, or or Time Crisis. You know? I played yeah. some PS2 ones like that. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, Resident Evil Survivor was like that. That one did not actually have gun, um, uh, the gun con compatibility. 
they turned it off. It was supposed to. Right. And it was because of Columbine. Yeah, Columbine. Yeah. They actually said, nope, we're going to turn off the gun con. And so that's why that game was, it got the reputation it did, is because it was only, you could only use a controller for it. And it's just, rail shooters like that should not be controller. Was, what was was it? What was Resident Evil Dead aim? PS. PS2. That was PS2. Yeah, that was was PS2. that kind of the same thing? I think that one was actually yes, but that one was actually it was, was Gun Con. It was Gun Con. Okay. Gun Con Two. Yeah. God, I remember that one. Uh, the one you were talking about before, Resident Evil Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Because I always get that one confused with the Resident Evil Outbreak mm-hmm. ones, where it's like you're not a specific person; you're like just with the, the group setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. it's they're so bizarre. Some of those offshoots were very strange. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and Survivor was actually an offshoot of uh, Resident Evil Two. Because, yes, because your character is friends with with Leon Scott Kennedy. God, I remember the cover of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's price charting is it's, it's just it's a very strange thing. Like you said, it's the greatest and worst thing to happen at the same time yeah. for for the. The for the for collector, collecting. yeah, for collecting. Like I was uh, saying earlier, I had bought something from DK Oldies. It mm-hmm. was a Turbo Graphics game, and it said complete in box. So I looked it up, compared it to price charting, and was like right on top of price charting. I go, I'm gonna get this game. It's not gonna have a box. It's gonna be complete in case. I get it. Didn't have box. <laughs> So I was kind of prepared. I figured it was going to do that. So I wrote him. I said, this says complete in box. This is not complete in box. TurboGrafx-16 games came with a box. Yeah. And they just responded said, yeah, in our, in our system, it shows it being that as being complete in box. Oh, okay. Well, your system's wrong. Or just, I wasn't going to argue with them. Mm-hmm. But I I'm, I'm like... <laughs> A video game store should know tur- right. Turbo Graphics 16 games, how they came packaged at retail. Yeah. They said you're welcome to return it. Well, which I didn't. I just, I just kept it. Well, but. DK Oldies has gotten it wrong before. When you were looking for the, yes. for the breakthrough, with uh, on the on the Game Boy, the original gray cart for that game. It w- yeah, it was breakthrough, right? It yeah. was break breakout or breakout. Breakout. Yeah, breakthrough. I was about to say. I don't think that. Was um, that's I was Nintendo. looking. I was looking for the gray cart version, the original Nintendo or the the original Game Boy version of that game. You said you told me that they had it, and they said, and you asked the them to, to specify they had the gray cart, and they you bought it, they sent it to you, and of course it was the the damn black cart, which is the Game, game Boy, Boy color cart. Ended. They ended up. They actually called me before they shipped it. Oh, did they really? They actually called oh, me. Oh, that's before right. Because you canceled. It. You canceled the order beforehand. And they, yes. they said, "It's the Game Boy Color." And I said, "No, I need the Game Boy." So they canceled it. So, yeah. at least on that end, they did correct it. They did yeah. correct it before but, shipping it. They just didn't ship it out. But they go, still. But they still it. advertised it and had it on the website as Game Boy. Yes. The original Game Boy and specified with the picture that it was the. Yeah. That it was. But that at one. least they at least they called before they shipped it. But yeah. what you're thinking of is, I I needed the Super Spike V Ball and Nintendo World Cup manual. Oh, the, oh yeah yeah. And they shipped it out to me, and it just ended up being the Super Spike V Ball manual. Yeah. Which I had already had, so I sent my message. 
and yeah, you sent the wrong manual. No, we sent the right one. So I had to take pictures. I think they were getting confused because Super Spike V-Ball also came in that dual cartridge yeah. with Nintendo World Cup. It did. So when I sent them the pictures, then it clicked. Oh, yeah, we don't have it in... We would send you the right one, but we don't have it in system, and I wanted to write them back. Yeah, it's showing it's out of stock because... You I sent me the wrong manual. It's yeah, sitting yeah. there somewhere. I said, just forget it. And they refunded my money. <laughs> and then I kept it. <laughs> and he, uh, Paul didn't have the manual, so I just gave it to him. That's like... Oh, yeah. yeah. That's where, like, when they release different versions of things, it makes so it hard topic. for collectors. No, it's still... Because, like, you have <laughs> Zelda or, or Metroid, where you have... You know the the the, the, gold. the classic the yeah, classic the, Metroid and then you have yeah. gold classic that, and then, the, and then you, the NES classic edition yeah. yes or mm -hmm. Legend of Zelda where you have the gold and gray mm -hmm. and you go to a or you say online I want to buy Metroid or Legend of Zelda and they're showing a picture of the gold cart but they send you a gray cart and you're like not the same thing that's not <laughs> what I want not the same yeah. Thing, yeah so it's like it's or I hate when they use fucking stock photos. No, yeah, take a picture of the item. If mm -hmm. I see a stock photo, I go I, to the I, next. I immediately next, will next, not. Yeah. Next. Likewise. This, I, this yeah. day and age, you don't need a digital camera. Most people have a cell phone, have a smartphone. Cell phone. Well, yeah. to be yeah. honest, most phone cameras are better than digital cameras unless you go high right. end anyways. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, stock photo, you're not getting my money. Yeah, <laughs> right? Mm -mm. I bypass it right up. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a very strange collecting world, and I, that's why I, I applaud you for what you're doing, and and what Paul has done. Paul's the guy, man. Two away from Game Boy now. That's true. Unless he got him, didn't tell me. No. 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 They're gonna be real easy. Yeah. Two soccer but games. But either either way, I'm honestly I am. I am glad. I am at the point that I am in my collecting, but at this point, I am joining Andy in that I will never, ever again try to complete a set of anything. I don't want to hear that. I am only <laughs> going after the games that I want, and no. it is a relatively short list, but <clears throat> I think, honestly, it, there is going to be a finite point where, I am, where I'm at, and I'm like, yep, I'm happy, and I'm just going to just now just play games that I have. Yeah. Because I just I, I don't I don't <laughs> want to He says mess... that and he's still gonna go back to DuckTales. No, well yeah <laughs> Super true, Nintendo. True. But I uh <laughs> but I, I am just I am at the point where I am sick of fighting this battle. Yeah. And it only seems to get worse and worse and especially with the the prices of games now um are just so astronomical that it's just I, I don't want to deal with the headaches of it anymore. I just uh, it's it, it's not the same world that it used to be, and it very much disappoints me. Yeah. So on that note, will you will you be buying Sonic? <laughs> you reposted the Sonic thing. Uh, what is it? Six hundred? Oh, Nine hundred? How much is it? Five hundred ninety nine dollars ninety nine cents. Jump on it right now. No, right on the podcast. Here he goes. Sonic, the elusive Master System it's, Sonic. It's not a buy it now. The American uh, version. Fuck. Yeah, it's, it's actually, yeah. <clears throat> the buy it now is, what, $1,200? Well, bid on it right now. I've been 
Do it. I'm married. Do it. Do it. <laughs> and you're going to stay married. Do it. No, Do it. No, Give no, it to no. the hate. <laughs> so, I've been watching it for a month. It started out at, I think, a starting bit of... 800. It was nine... Nine, oh, $899. $900. $900. With the buy it now of 1300 And has anybody bid on it? Nope. And no yeah, one has bid on it. Do it. He, he dropped it down to 700 $700. And nobody bid? And no one bid. And now and it's And he at? finally bid it down. He 600 Put it down to 600 starting bid with a buy it now of a grand. Make him an offer. Five fifty. See, I right want... Now. I'll buy it five fifty. I want it for 500 Try but, it. You know see, what? Give him a shot right now. I don't buy power cap. If I can do fucking hundred installment payments, like you know what? So I'll, much money. I'll kick in a hundred. I'll kick in a hundred dollars right here, ladies and gentlemen. I'll kick you a hundred bucks. So for those for those of you who don't know what's going on, is that Sega Master System has an oddity? Has an yeah. oddity with four. That fucking with four games that were so so the games were the exact same between the PAL and the United States versions or the NTSC versions. The only way to differentiate an NTSC game from its PAL counterpart is a UPC sticker on the back of the case that was adhered to it so that it could be sold in the United States. That's right. And for some reason, because of this stupid UPC sticker. The games can make the difference of a game that is maybe $50 to $100 is a $500 game, uh, the NTSC version. And so we it's talked so about, stupid. We talked about it last time because so we talked stupid. about stopping someone from counterfeiting stickers. What? Yeah, what's to stop them from just making we, we up the sticker? We got so sidetracked last time about this. Yeah. There is one that popped up on Mer Mercari loose for 40 bucks. Yeah, okay. Oh, and, Sonic. But, but that's the thing, is that now there's no way to prove that that's the NTSC version, well, even though somebody no, will say, oh, is, yeah, it's the NTSC version. The loose version is the PAL version. That's what we got it here in North America. Yeah, right. It so just could be played on I've the American been, systems. I've been debating just getting the loose copy, but... That would drive you nuts, though, Because you? all of my Sega Master System games right now, except for two, are completely are complete. boxed. Yeah. And I have six left. I mean... I'll be honest. I'll give you the hundred, and this will be your Christmas gift. Paul, I'm sure will back me up on this. He'll he'll donate some too. I'm sure as part of a Christmas gift. I'll match him. There you go. Right now, message that motherfucker. I'll give you five hundred bucks for it. Cash. 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 Five hundred cash. Five hundred cash. Street value. Cash. Street value. Cash. You'll get $200 and $300 in KB street. stocks. Street value. All right. I could. You guys <laughs> suck. <laughs> right it, now. They're in All right. All right. <laughs> if. My offer expires in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Before the end of this episode, <laughs> we should have opened with this. <laughs> we will. We will. You guys. <laughs> oh man! It's his, how much? Five hundred? I gotta go to the bathroom, man. I'll make it one. His brain, <laughs> his brain is running a mile a minute. I'll make it minute. 150. That cuts the price in half. Because if you want, if you're gonna message this guy 500, that brings it down to 250. I, 
No. I've already oh, spent boy. a shit ton of money. What's more, I have no I'm kids. Pretty, I have no I, life. I'm pretty sure he's gonna have an aneurysm. <laughs> we might witness the death on the PTG Powercast. I really gotta poop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll extend the offer past your poop. The, um. <laughs> you weren't expecting me to say? put you on the spot like this, no, were you? No. If this is the Andy Z factor, I, I, tell you I do right this now, to Paul all the time. If I wasn't married, I'd jump on it. <laughs> That's what she's saying. <laughs> well, seeing I am married, but that's that not is... a lot. Two fifty is not a lot of money in in today's if... world. Not for a game like that. <laughs> He's trying to think of ways he can justify. I know, right? Without, no, without no, his right. wife I'm, jumping I'm tried, on. I'm, I'm trying to get around of spending all that money at once. <laughs> I mean, it is a it, credit card. You could technically pay it off in installments, right? PayPal it. If anyone up here could front the full amount of money and I could pay them back All right, let's in, not crazy. I in monthly spent, installments I that I could do it because, rule of Rose because, All right. <laughs> because that amount of money is probably going to get seen taken out of an account. But then you can explain to her, listen, honey. So I can't do that. Listen, honey, I'm also knocking this in half. Here's here's the money right here. I'll give you the cash. I don't care. I wish I wish it was local and it was all dealt in cash. Oh, then I could do it. Absolutely. For sure. PTG sneaky cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't because I know somehow oh. it's going to get seen. Oh. I so want to. Well, how about this? It'll, we'll, so... we'll do an update thing next time you're oh. on if you bite it or not because we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll, I won't. This not... offer will extend past Yeah, that. the offer stands. Don't be I ridiculous. Gotta... You guys. <laughs> Think about it while you're taking that big steamy poopy. I do. <laughs> but in all reality, if it went down to 500 that's what I'm saying. I think that's like my only chance, even at 600. Yeah. Of getting it under retail value or mm -hmm. going rate right now. Yeah. I would say that that you message this guy and hit him with 500. See if maybe he'll meet you in the middle. Maybe he'll dip it down to 550. The problem is getting it seen. I know. I know. We'll we'll think of something. But I gotta think of something. That'll be. That'll... Is there a way? Is there? I'm, 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 my mind's going. Is there a I'm way? I'm telling you right now, aneurysm. It's happening in like five seconds. He's getting a stroke at 40, 40 years old. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like freaking pee my pants now, right now. How old are you? 44? How old is this? Can, can you get the senior discount at McDonald's I'm yet? Get, I'll be 45 in July. Jesus Damn, fucking I'm Christ. Well, you're not that old. You're not Damn. that far from us. My well, older you brother guys are like 31. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wish. I wish I was I, back in that. I, man, I got. Oh. This is fun. We, we need to have guests sign and collect more yes, often, we do. so we can just throw our weight around. Yes, we do. Well, the other thing is, I got a bid right now on Ghouls and Ghosts for a Sega Mass System. Oh, wait until that one's done then. And see if you get that. It one. ends. Yeah. I, yeah. Fuck me, man. Uh, <laughs> Sonic, no, Sonic the Hedgehog ends in less than a day. Ghouls and Ghosts ends. In a day and seven hours. Oh ago. no! Oh, well, fuck. well, actually, well, we'll see if it actually, if it stays oh. there. And it's already at one hundred twelve fifty, which I shouldn't be spending. My max bid's one hundred twenty-five. So any, oh, this this will end by the time. It's a good thing I'm not married, man, because if I was married, your wife would put me in a grave a long time well, ago. Well, the <laughs> other thing is, with all the stuff I just bought, I think I spent like two hundred bucks. And <laughs> and. 
I'm I'm kind of interested in that Maxi 15 at Coliseum's games too. Yeah. Because I've never seen one. It kills you because you're so close to the end of the Master System shit, yeah. right? That's the thing that's killing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that, and like we like that's kind of the point of this episode. It's like the prices they are just Especially going since, through the roof since 2020. Yeah, because yep. I was telling, I think it was Andy or Kevin. I was telling someone that the schools and ghosts. I think last year, even 2020. Complete in box was like eighty to a hundred. Now it's pushing one twenty five to one fifty. Galaxy Force one came up. Oh, that was yeah. They want two hundred and sixty for the auction. Buy it now, and that was like 50, a, 60 bucks, right? somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah, Maybe pushing eighty complete in box. Yeah, yeah. It's like shit. I mean, technically, I could go out and buy the last six loose. So that'd be Sonic, Buster Douglas, Ghouls and Ghosts, Spider-Man, Galaxy Force. I could it'd be under a grand for all six loose. Uh, well, um, oh Buster, yeah, Buster Douglas is what three hundred. Buster Douglas three to three to four. Oh okay. I could Sonic that Mercari was forty. Forty. Yep. And then Spider-Man. It's another PAL game. So loose. It's another sticker one that came here as a PAL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Twenty to thirty. And then Ghouls and Ghosts, I could pay. Oh, I forgot Moonwalker. I need Moonwalker. Mm. I could maybe fifty. Ghouls and Ghosts, fifty to eighty. Oh yeah, and yeah, then easily. There's one more, Galaxy Force. I don't know, probably fifty to eighty. And that would technically complete. It your completed, set. but I'm so close to completing box. Yeah, right. and piecing together Sega Master System games are a nightmare. Well, oh it's, yeah. 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 Even just trying to find manuals because there's like just manuals stuff, it's impossible. Like yeah. Nintendo, it's so easy. Oh yeah, it was around so much. Sega Master System was not around that long. No, and it didn't sell very well in the United States, which makes no. it even more difficult. Yeah. Which is why most people think Genesis is the first system that was here. No, it Sega wasn't. Master yeah. System. Sega right. Master and was not the one only that, that, that with the Nintendo, the yeah. the Sega uh, consoles were around in Japan a lot more. A lot longer before they came here. Mm-hmm. They had the Sega Mark One, Mark Two, Sega Mark Three is the Sega Master System here in the U.S. Jesus, uh, and even so, our Genesis had three versions. Yeah. yeah, we had the one, one, two, and three. Yeah, that's funny in in Europe, which is why you see a lot more of the PAL versions running around. the The Sega uh, Master System and the Sega Mega Drive sold a heck of a lot better in yeah. Europe than it did yeah. here. Yeah. But, and I don't know why that yeah. is, but it did. Well, the, the Master System out in Europe, well, it it went well. And Brazil. Brazil yeah. Tech Toy was uh, out in Brazil for the Sega Master System. And I thought they were still making games in the 2000s out in Brazil. Holy shit. Good lord. If I remember correctly. And... The, the weird thing with the, the Master System... Now we're on a Master System podcast. <laughs> is, um, it's a video game podcast. It actually... <laughs> um, I believe it was initially Sega. Or was it Tonka? Tonka was... One of them. Sega or Tonka distributed the Master System here. It might have been Tonka first, and then it mm. switched over. Is it like the to toy Sega. truck company? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Really? It was, well, it was one or well, the no other. It's different than uh, in, I think, Europe. Nintendo was distributed by Mattel. Or that, that was in uh, Canada. Canada. In Canada. Mattel makes sense, Mattel. Mattel. I think, It's a toy company. Toy I bet you what it was. Company. Seeing this was their first company, I bet you they had American company Tonka distribute it in the U.S. first. And then Sega took they had it a, over after they, had a they established. Reach at that point, I suppose, well, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was, yeah, yeah, how much of it was just to have the backing to be able to hit Bingo. the market? I, I think that's what it was. Probably Tonka was first, and then finally they went out and Sega took it over. Mm-hmm. It's just weird to think about like things that are not video game centric, oh, sure. like Milton Bradley putting a couple if, games on the net. If yeah. you look on the back, purposes, you'll not... see Tonka on some of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. So. Huh. I don't know. Interesting tidbits. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. The the master system is Sega in general. Their run is is very fascinating to me. Well, and that, like we said earlier, the master system in Europe, it was huge. It, it was huge. There's games. Ninja Gaiden came out. Yeah. I, and yeah. one of the games I want to get for the master system, but they have so many games out there, good games that did not come out in North America. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There's that's so many with, I want. That's happened with like every system. Just about. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. look at all the Genesis or uh, Super Nintendo Japanese, RPGs man. that never a came. A lot here. of them I want from <sighs> Super Nintendo. For God's sakes, all the Final Fantasies that were released in Japan that yeah. we never got here. Terranigma. Yeah. I mean, what's uh, that one that's coming to Switch that live alive? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Treasure Hunter G. Dual Orbs. Like you have all these super treasure of rudras or we get them like like way later like second Detsu three we just got on switch as oh yeah or jesus like the romancing saga games like we've had what two and three came out on switch on the virtual store all them here it's just so bizarre the games that they decided back then came here and you can't import them because you can't can't play rpgs you need to read yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that that's one of the the few like the few like great advantages for like emulators or ROMs because oh, yeah. you can you can do the the, the fan patch. translation patches and some oh, of those are actually man. translated better than professional translated stuff. Yeah. That's why which I, is weird. I do have a few like repro carts for for my SNES. I have I have Terranigma because that one's such a good fucking game. Yeah, uh, Psychonauts three. I and then say. wasn't uh, what is it Mother? Yeah. Oh, mother. Uh, I got the. I have uh, a Nest yeah. card of mother. Yeah, that's that the one. Tim thing. got me for Christmas one that, year. That's a. It's a fan translated. Yeah. So. Um. There was another one I had. Uh, Bahamut Lagoon. I have for the SNES. Mm, mm-hmm. Is and that part of the Lagoon series? No. It's a, it's a strategy square. RPG. It's a square. It's yeah, it's square. And then I have Treasure of Rudras. Yeah. It's it's scary. I I have like a a site that I go to where I, I every so often peruse their repro carts and i always mm-hmm. think about getting them and then i don't <laughs> oh yeah by the way neat. i just deleted the ebay app off my phone god damn it well wow so much for that no i didn't but of course you didn't <laughs> <laughs> he's still mulling it over and over here he's gonna size he doesn't look on the app anyways he looks on the the website yeah guys <laughs> okay what a guy oh he's about to drop a poopy straight in his pants on the spirit <laughs> he's still thinking about it I am. Well, well, this has been a good discussion. I don't know. This we, has been a good discussion. We kind of we kind of sidetracked a lot. I think again. <laughs> anytime when when we can put Chris and make him like Poop physically physically ill, I wish people could see him. Mm-hmm. He's bobbing back and forth like a mental oh, patient. Well, I do oh, I have to go been... to the bathroom. I really gotta go. Oh, I suppose that's true. <laughs> but I don't. So it's like a weeble wobble. I, I don't think I can get up to go though after that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so. 
Well, no, I think we stuck on topic for the most part. I mean, price charting was centric. Well, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. so. Yeah, we had only a few diversions here and there. You know, it's, it's typical. <laughs> you know what you need to do? It's like a reminiscing going back 80s, 90s, kind of kind of the time. You know, how oh. video gaming was, or the culture. Even just the culture. Playground yes. culture that yeah. no one knows about Absolutely. if you didn't live through it. Yeah. And coming through, going from cartridge to CD technology. Oh, my God. Memory cards. My mind was blown the first time the video I saw it. I mean, you could have like just Saturn. one podcast just on the mm-hmm. rental stores, probably. Oh, of course. And, I mean, it, if you did not live during that time oh my god how it, excited just so kids were different. like on the playground like if somebody was like hey the new Nintendo I know, power came I out. know what the contra code is yes to get 30 lives uh peekaboo the poke god when when gold and silver was releasing and there was a new gen of pokemon people went fucking ape shit i can believe that I yeah. couldn't believe that. Hell, just I, pushing I the truck in Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, to get to get Mew. The nude <laughs> code. The legendary Lara Craft oh, nude oh, code. Yeah. Lara Croft. You, you know how many times I tried that and it never worked? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I spent hours trying to get it to I'm work. Like, this isn't Run working. Run through the thing, thing, then dive off the diving board into and the water swim, and close and it. Then swim, yeah, and then swim all the way to the end, come out, and she should come out without any clothes on. I, it was just so... There's still a part of me that believes that that, that actually <laughs> is real. It's just it's just commented out in the code. It's in I'm the code. I'm surprised nobody out. has actually done that. Like made a, a patch, patch or something for the oh, yeah. There probably was. PC. Well, I know there was probably just a new code. That's like I have a feeling they didn't do. You had to go through those hoops to make it happen. It's like I just the, want somebody to make that happen. In one of the magazines I showed Andy, there was a. Uh, there was oh, fuck it, there was a code there was a code that Akuma is Akuma. an unlockable character. Oh, I remember that in Resident one. Evil Two. It was the April Fool's one though, wasn't it though? It wasn't. It was a real code. Was it? And I sent it. I sent it to him, and he's like, "No shit, fuck Akuma's off. in there." See, it's like, "Fuck you, pricks." <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, it was April. It was the April okay, Fool's all right. Joke. It was an EGM or Game Pro I, one. I, I said, "Yeah, it was EGM 2 I sent it to him. I'm like, "You guys remember this?" Thinking they're gonna Andy be like, was like yeah. thinking, it's thinking not like, working. Yeah, thinking like, no fucking. Way. I, I said, do you guys remember this? Like, like, do you remember this April Fool's joke? Like, God, the things that we believed when we read them in in magazines. And he's like, Whoa, you really like? Who's gonna beat the game seven times? And I'm just like. Okay. Fuck you, dude. Uh, All right, I yes. had a moment where I li- relived the moment. glory days. An A ranking on scenario A and B, only using the combat knife or a pistol. <laughs> you That's it. Came back. Seven times, complete I times. Did it. it worked. <laughs> I'm playing as him right now. <laughs> if it was in a magazine, it can't possibly be a lie. <laughs> I mean, this. If it's this, on the internet, it's real. It's true. It this has is, to be. It's, it's real, real to me. me. Damn it. <laughs> See, this is the stuff I'm talking about. I mean, you went, I mean, those, they did the April Fool's, but then you went and your Nintendo Power came in the mail. You expected something to come, your subscription. Holy shit, there is a level select code for Little Nemo. Ninja Gaiden 2 had the code for the sound. 
Yeah. It's like oh, before people a, before people even knew, like even Super the, Mario the Brothers, test. even Super Mario Brothers, just holding, holding the A button so that you continue on the world that you were on. That's why I love the classified information section of Nintendo Power was amazing back in the day. And you would go in. was better. And talk about that. I was big into tips and tricks I, because they always had at the very end they had the whole section of just codes just page after page games. sorted by system. Oh, I remember that. I have the I Mortal Kombat so Combat 2 one. I feel like I had one of them that had a Legend of Legaia where it had the, the well it must have been the Playstation one where it had all of the combos for the moves. Yeah. 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 It was like familiar. a full page. Of, yeah, I think like, they did something the like that combos. for Xenogears as well I mean, for all the death blows. Yeah. I mean, just the whole podcast of that, man, you can do. Oh, yeah. It's just, oh, my God. It just takes you back. And you get that new code, and then you're telling it to everyone. And then you you have to try it. Mm-hmm. You have someone come over. You go over to their house, and you're trying this Well, out. see, that's the other part is, like, the nostalgia of, like, not games no having, online. Like, the games having stuff in them to unlock. I mean, Jesus, I remember I, I just, just fucking that. getting my mind blown when you did the fatalities in Mortal Kombat. Oh. Because they weren't in the manual. I, I so had holding, the magazine open. Yeah, holding block and hitting up up with Scorpion. And or how to get the reptile. And he blows him up. How to get the reptile in Mortal yeah. Kombat yeah, in Mortal Kombat 1. 1. Or, he was the, the secret fighter in Mortal Kombat um, 1. In 1. I'm you, thinking, he, he I'm thinking of the, the oh, smoke. Pit. Smoke in, uh, in um, where, Noob Saibot. Was in no, that was that was three. two. That, that was two. two. Was that two? Oh, oh my god, you're talking to the Mortal Kombat guy here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there is one in Mar- Mortal Kombat two. This is why I was always a killer instinct. Mortal Kombat guy. one in the bottom <laughs> of the pit. So if you were on the pit stage, you beat your opponent, two flawless victories, and then you performed your fatality. fatality. At the end of it, you would fight Reptile is at it, the bottom of the pit. Was there one for Mortal Kombat two? Yes. In, in the pit. On the, not on the pit stage. There was... Something with the moon or something that I remember. That's Mortal Kombat 1. The, oh, shadow, the shadow that would fly by the, the moon or something like that. That was... It, that had to happen as well, too. It was like a witch on a broom. So what was Something two? like that. 2 had smoke where if you held down and pushed start when the toasty guy came up... Toasty! I think that's what I'm thinking of. Then you face smoke. If you use only kicking moves... In the in the fight before the question mark block, then you would fight, uh, what's her name? The uh, the Green Ninja Jade. Um, Which one was Ermac? Ermac wasn't Rain until was full. He was on. He was uh, a playable gold? character in um, Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three. Oh, okay. So Ermac was actually <clears throat> a error macro. Well, yeah, it was it was meant to be an error macro, right, so right. that they the arcade like when they could go into the settings and see like okay were, was there any um, errors that were encountered and somebody saw error macros or Ermax and they're like who's Ermac Ermac encounters and they're like who's Ermac and they thought that Ermac was a real character well there was such a fervor for Ermac being a real character yeah. that they ultimately made him a real character in he, Ultimate Mortal he Kombat He was three. like the two, like, Cyrax and... He was, who was no, the other he guy? Was he, was red, red. he was a Red, red Ninja. Hooded. He was oh, a Red Ninja. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought there was another one that was kind of like... There was the Cyrax and... Um, Cyrax and the other... Uh, Smoke. Know, they, they, made Smoke. A, they made a robot version of Smoke I that was like him. You could do a whole podcast on Mortal Kombat. Oh, hell yeah, you could. Fighting games in general. Oh, man. Especially back then... Like, yeah. but I mean, just the, the just the pure excitement of like, yeah, oh my god, the the excitement of just getting the blood code. So we're already doing the new podcast right now. So <laughs> what? So what I I remember. Okay, I was really big into 
Mortal Kombat, and I played Mortal Kombat trilogy at uh, like uh, a person I went to school with. I, I can't even really call him a friend because he wasn't ever. What I don't think I don't think he was ever my friend. You're a real uh, asshole. No, no, no. It was me. It was the other way around. I don't think he ever considered me a oh. friend, but I would come over because. So like our relationship. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I consider you a lover. <laughs> no, but he he had a PlayStation. Yeah, he had a PlayStation, and so he had Mortal Kombat trilogy, and that was the first time I had ever seen a move called the brutality, oh, where it was basically yes. just it was basically just babalities. Ba- yes, was no, was Friendships. number two. Oh my God, you and two, <laughs> jeez. But anyway, animalities. That was three. I know. Um, <laughs> Shitty CGI but graphics. You had, but you had brutality. Sorry, that was. The and movie. I was just like, oh my God, these are so cool. And I had Ultimate Mortal Kombat three, which. At one point, I actually felt like, oh man, I, it's like I feel like Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three is kind of like the inferior version of Trilogy, and honestly, it's not. It's no nope. Ultimate, Mor- Ultimate Mortal Kombat Three is my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite too. I have that one. I will never forget how excited I was when I was. I think I was Classic Sub Zero, and I, I used a, a high punch, and it didn't end the the. Like you know how if you punch somebody and it, it just automatically over, yeah. it automatically knocks them over and then it goes to like you like your your victory right, right, pose right. and stuff like that. It didn't do that and I'm like why why wouldn't it do that? So then I I press I press the button twice and it's like on the second try it it knocked him down. Then I was like okay so I'll Y X and it didn't knock him down. Oh, and you I'm were like, doing piecing it together. And why? I was like. Oh my god, are brutalities actually in this game? Did they make brutalities in Ultimate World Combat 3? And I never knew that. It's because it wasn't printed in any of the magazines. It wasn't printed like, here's the, the list of brutalities for the characters. So when I first realized that there was brutalities, I'm like, my brain was just like, I discovered something that not even the magazines knew. Oh there are god. brutalities in the Super Nintendo version of Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Whoa! That's and crazy. I just like I wanted to shout it from the rooftops, like I found this. Nobody told me. I found it myself, and I did. For the first brutality, I pieced together for Classic Sub Zero. I pieced together, match by match, the twelve or fourteen button. Oh my god! Combination it in out. order to do the brutality. Ridiculous! And I was just so freaking excited about that. See, but Mortal, Mortal Kombat was incredible, too, because it was the only series to do things like that. Oh, yeah. You didn't have finishers like that in in Street Fighter. You didn't have it in King of Fighter. You didn't have it in Guilty Gear. Any of these games, well, Samurai I mean, Showdown did not have fatalities. Guilty Gear had its own version of fatalities. And uh, Killer Instinct did, Because you got to remember, Guilty Gear had the instant kill system. That's not the same thing, though. I mean, granted, yeah, they're not as they're not as graphic as like what Mortal Kombat was, but it had its own unique version of. They had the instant kill moves, sure, but like there was never anything, and and at least for my recollection, where like you had to finish the match to get to the finish him type Mm -hmm. thing, where you had that extra step where you could thrill kill, but it never got released. Would have had them. Yeah, so like fatalities, even now, Mm -hmm. were never really a thing until Mortal Kombat. And it's funny because even in in, even in magazines, but it's like that's where like nowadays you just go to the internet, you can find whatever you want about a certain game. But it's like I remember trying to do the animalities in Ultimate Mortal Kombat three, and what I didn't know at the time, although I'll, I'll I'll continue this before I preface that, is that I could never. I could do the Mercy, which was what you had to do in order to unlock the animalities. 
And every time I would do the combination, it just wouldn't do it. And I'm like, okay, am I not doing it right? Like, why can't I do this? And were the mercies the same as like the friendships, or was that something? No, different? mercy basically gave the person a sliver of their life back to try to battle Ooh, for their for their life. For their life. And that was the only way that you could do an animality was after finishing them that second time with after the mercy. Then you could do the animality. Oh, interesting. What I didn't realize at the time, and I thought, man, my game must be broken. Like I can't do anybody's animality. Like I could do everything else. I can even do brutalities, but I can't do animalities. No strategy guide ever said that the Super Nintendo version didn't have animalities. So I thought something was broken with my game. Turns out it wasn't. The game just couldn't fit everything on the cartridge. So they had to. They got rid of uh, Shiva, was one of the one of the characters that should have been on the game, but she couldn't fit on there. Which one was she? She was the female Goro. She's the female Goro? Yeah. That's what I thought. And animalities were not programmed into the game because they just couldn't fit it. See, I have Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 for the Saturn, I want to say. Animalities are on there, but guess what? Brutalities are not on that one. How bizarre. Dude, I know. It's so strange. Hmm. The ones I played the most, um, Mortal Kombat 2 on, you Super, don't say. on Super Nintendo... Go but, figure. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> but the one I really played, I played more than that, was uh, Mortal Kombat 3 on uh, PlayStation. We'd oh, always... Yeah. We'd always... Um, you had the long box one, right? I have the long box yep, one. I do too. And uh, during the summer, <laughs> my parents would go to the trailer mm. out in, um, up by the Dells, but then they got one by Rock River. So I would have been uh, high school, starting college. I would, uh, I'd stay home and invite some friends over, <laughs> and, and we'd do some drinking and, and a little bit of doobage, we, huh? No, we no, just, just drink. Just maybe, just drink. maybe a little, a little nose candy, huh? huh? And get popped up and oh, then sorry. beat the fuck out of each other in Mortal Kombat. I'd. It's where Fight Club came actual, from. Fight Club. Right? No, I'd be, I'd <laughs> have, to, have to like... do some uh, snorting to get Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega Master System. Yeah. <laughs> nah. um, so but we yeah, we yeah. go hang out, and Mortal Kombat 3 was usually the, the game. Oh, yeah, that was and the hot one at the time. Cabal was my guy. Oh, I yeah. Loved, he was the best. I love Cabal. Uh, I knew his... Baraka. His, him and uh, his, Baraka wasn't in 3. I know him. With you. I uh, I always used his uh, I, I knew his best combo combination. Oh, yeah. Everyone would get pissed because I just yep. kicked their ass nine, with If ball. I'm not mistaken, it was a nine hit combo that did forty five percent of their life total oh, in damage. It was just so like you, we literally we loved twice. that game. Yeah, and he was my guy. And I think he Baraka was, was for. Uh, two for two, two yeah. is the one I used the for most. Mortal Kombat three. It was always. Um, Cabal and Sub Zero were my two. Sub Zero guys. was the I other one. Striker, I, I always like. like I always like Sub Zero. I like Sub Zero's my other one. Sub Zero's the Ryu of <clears throat> fucking Mortal Kombat. I mean, that's a whole other subject. Arcades, man. Fuck oh yeah. my goodness! I rem when I worked at Shopco, they had that Mortal Kombat one machine sitting there, mm. and we'd go and play that too. I oh. remember. I, it's it's so funny because you can tell that the the people who are our age they miss the old arcade feels because now as the arcade scene is dying you're starting to see a lot more what they call quote unquote barcades 
where it's yeah. bars that have arcade games in it. I mean, yeah. hell, you're seeing a resurgence in those one-up arcade machines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, uh, yeah. did you ever have imagined that as a kid? No. But just, no, because arcades... I couldn't even imagine owning an actual <clears throat> arcade game, yeah. like, at my house. Yeah. Because they were even, like, they were super expensive. And then yeah. one-up was like, we so could do it better for cheaper mm-hmm. while yeah. saving oh, no. size. Yeah. I mean, how much are one of those machines roughly? 400 bucks? So uh, they up? used to be 400 now. No, they're about they're, 500, I think. Five to 600. The, current, the newest one that came out is like 700 now. Because, I mean, yeah. I, the only arcade machine I've ever actually owned was the original Marvel vs. Capcom. I remember I that. bought that machine from, God, it so had to be heavy. eBay. And I picked it up in Illinois somewhere. We we ended up taking a day trip down to Illinois, and my, it my sat in the back with no seats. Yeah, yeah. and I smushed in, smushed between the arcade and the, and the, the sliding God, door on the van. It was Joliet, Joliet, Illinois. We picked it up, and it took us three hours to get it into my my second floor apartment because the arcade machine was as wide as the as stairs. The we way. couldn't make the pivots up the landing. And except, we ended up stuck there. Except you actually had a really sweet apartment layout because you were able to put it in a little alcove where it's like, oh my Supposed god, to be like this, the dinner table. This, yeah, this well, this thing was like, it was meant to be there. Yes, like it was. I think I saw the there. pictures oh. of it. It was amazing. We somehow got it up there. It took five of us to get yeah. it up into that apartment. It did not come down in no, one piece. It didn't. Unfortunately, there was there was an issue with the the sound or the monitor, but it ended up crapping out on me. I saved the board. I do have the board somewhere. I think either you have it or I've, I've got the joysticks. Yeah, the, the joystick console, and I have the, the marquee. marquee as well but we ended up destroying the cabinet in my apartment Mm -hmm. before i moved out it it broke my heart to do because i want to say i spent maybe 400 on it but man was that i always wanted a marvel versus capcom 2 authentic arcade machine that time crisis i always wanted or the time crisis 2 where it was the the dual screens but jesus did you need a lot of room Mm -hmm. paul had an altered beast growing uh i did uh when i was yeah i was in college yeah well and, and mine wasn't actually even the original um it wasn't the original cabinet it was actually a converted mario bros cabinet that <laughs> they put that they put in the uh the board for altered beast and got the um the marquee for god i want to say that your sound didn't work yeah the sound didn't work but i also yeah. bought it for like 75 dollars yeah that's but man bad. was that 75 cool. yeah 75 bucks uh, so that's why i kind of want one of those the the custom ones yeah, yeah. It's, they it's call it arcades, like a, yeah. something like that. But it's basically it's they it's depending. A small computer. Yeah, it's just a small it's computer. It's basically a computer, with, yeah, with a monitor and with with the yeah. main emulator and stuff yeah. like that. And some of them have like the light guns on the side that you can use. You get the different like board like uh, control layouts. So you can either do like the single player one or the four player ones, and those aren't much bigger than the one up arcades. And but they. They have so much more on them, and there is just something to be said about hearing the clack, like the clacking of the buttons and the the feel of the joystick. joystick. Like even, oh yeah, even these one-up arcade things are cool, but it doesn't emulate it's not, it perfectly. It's not quite the same feeling, perfectly. and I'm not. I don't know what it is. There's just something off about it that just doesn't quite feel. I don't know if it's the monitors are just too crisp, or if it's just they they don't have the curve. I don't know. 
I don't know well, what it is. You're also missing the slight hum of the CRTs oh, from all the systems running. Oh, yeah. Turning the on the smell, the smell of the disinfectants and carpet cleaners and stuff they use. All of that compounding together. Even turning without on that, my... your brain is just like there's something not here with with what I'm expecting. Uh, I wish I could yeah. go there. Like turning yeah. on the the my Marvel vs. Capcom machine and just the sound of it that. Just the feel of yeah, just there's something about it that just mm. like we have Paul has an X Men versus Street Fighter one back here, mm -hmm. and it's something is not quite the same. It's well, close. I mean, well, I mean they're they're uh, what what is it like three fourths? Like yeah. they're they're a little bit smaller. I think the first one that they are making, I'm not sure if it's released yet, but um, Killer Instinct. Is going to be their first fuck killer. Is going to be their first ever full size arcade machine. Like, it's aren't gonna they still be a doing one, one that is the same size as these though? For Killer Instinct, they might. I don't know, but I just saw that Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct is the one that they are doing one one for one. So it's going to be the That's exact cool. same size as the arcade machine. Wish it had been a better game, but you know. Hey, shut up. Killer Instinct. I like. I like Killer Instinct. I loved it. Saber Wolf was my B -b -b blaster combo. What the no. fuck is blaster? blaster? Oh, that's right. C -c -c combo breaker. <laughs> Ultra. Ultra. No. Ultra. I just don't remember. <laughs> remember the meme of all the presidents, and then you get to Barack Obama, and it says C -c -c combo breaker. <laughs> I never saw that. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Uh, I don't oh. think it's Killer Instinct. Huh? Primal I, Rage. It's not Killer Instinct because it's on a box too. Is it Cobalt oh, number one? No. No, I thought is they... Is it oh. Fur Fighters? Fur, fur fighters. fighters. I got that on 32X. Oh, uh, it might be uh, NBA Jam. I like that one. No. Shaq Edition. It's not on a box. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, if it's that one, then Shaq yeah, maybe edition. it's that one. Oh, God. NBA Jam in the arcades was fucking money. Yeah. He's on fire. My brother had an... NFL Blitz? Had a Oh, yeah, because this one is 67-inch tall with a 19-inch screen for the first time. Fuck yeah. Uh, so they're doing a. The, the <clears throat> NBA Jam is a full size one. The rest of them aren't. That was one thing you and I had talked. Well, I don't know if you and I talked about it. It was one thing I had always dreamed of doing was opening an arcade again. I wanted one. I mm, wanted yeah. to do that. I just want to convert my basement to just an arcade. Just do like a barcade thing where it's drinks and, and <clears throat> stuff. I no always kids. want an arcade. Like you have to be 21 or older. The only problem I have with that is like people wanting to put drinks by the machines or food. Oh no, they would not. They would not be allowed to. Like it's there like, would be a designated eating and drinking area and then you go, you can play. But you guys play. need to go to the Garcade up in... Yeah. Is that McGuanico? No, 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 no. Menominee Falls. Oh. I've been there three times. I think it's 15 to get in, get a wristband, in and out, good for the whole day. Yeah. And it's all free play. Well, I've heard like Galloping Ghost down in Illinois is supposed to be I've never super been good. there, but I've Galloping heard Ghost, it's good. Galloping Ghost is the largest arcade in the Midwest. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I think, just outside Two of Chicago. Stories? It's just outside of Chicago. I think it's just one, but it's it's very big. Oh, I'm it thinking, is, I'm it's thinking, huge, um, I heard. You're thinking I'm thinking of, Fun Spot. Fun Spot is uh, five floors. That's, and that's in New the Hampshire. one out. East, and that's in right? New Hampshire, yeah. Is that the one where you went and he got mad because you didn't? Oh, I didn't get mad. He just didn't fucking tell me he went. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, he's done that a lot over. He's the done that multiple times to places we that we've talked yeah. about going as a group. Centralia, and, Pennsylvania. Yeah, was Centralia, a big Pennsylvania. One. Yeah. The uh, inspiration Silent Hill. for Silent Hill. The Silent Hill, the movie, the movie. movie, not the game, the movie. Yeah, is that there's supposedly a pit, so off a pit that nobody knows what the bottom is in some place. Oh, it's Pit Fighter. Wait, what? Oh God, what is a pit? 
There, so in it, I, it, I, it's not Centralia, but uh, there's there's rumors of of <clears throat> this this hole in the ground. It's it's like a well or something, but nobody's ever been able to get to the bottom. Oh yeah, of it. yeah. I was there two years ago. I'm just kidding. Did you? Of course, I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so, like people throw stuff in or they put cameras in, but they still can't find the bottom of this hole. It's like the hole to hell or something. Like I, I well, have a picture of it. There's the burning pit to hell that I know. Like that, that's it's a hole that's on fire and can't put it out. Yeah. The deepest hole in the world is in like Russia or something like that, where they mined. It's only some small fraction of the way down into this, into like through the crust of the like the planet. But it's still it's the deepest man-made hole on the planet. And yeah, the, but it's supposed like there's all these cool places that Paul has been to that we've never been invited. Yeah, his <sighs> just his life. That's basically been it. Right. He's, the, he's like the worst simultaneous. <clears throat> he's he's simultaneously the worst and best friend that a person could have. The best because he's steadfast in his devotion, but the worst because he does not want you involved in his life at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> So, well, uh, this is a, it's a good way to put it. Hey, guys, I got to cut out early today because I'm having a barbecue with some friends. Oh, really? That one? We're not invited, right? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't tell us. It's just the funniest things. Okay, to my defense for that one. <clears throat> He's embarrassed about us. You guys were here, and I was going to say, since we're already recording, just stay. And didn't you though. guys, he and didn't. you guys, were he like, didn't though. He didn't. He just looked at us nah. and said, "We're having people over." Yeah, that's why I have to. Qu- I have to go. Oh yeah, there's people upstairs. What? <laughs> what people? And I say, oh, yeah, we're yeah. having a party. Yeah, we're having a party. Why don't you guys stay? Man, I'm I didn't even get invited. I, oh right? my god, it's not like you need a Jeez, suit I didn't or know about this he's until like, now. <laughs> like I said, he's yes. simultaneously the worst and best friend a guy could have. I'm, I'm, that's it. That's I'm leaving. <laughs> leaving. That's right, Paul. Leave our basement. Paul's gone. <laughs> but yeah, we could. I, I mean, we we did a good. That was a pretty good yeah, side we, segue. We segue went there. So, so sideways. But that's the fun of the Powercast. <laughs> the Powercast doesn't. You can, you don't control the Powercast. The Powercast controls you. Oh man, we you, went so. You go sideways. where the flow takes you. But I suppose since Paul has dipped out, that's a good <laughs> spot to end this episode. You will be back because we could go on. For many things. There are so many things, so many memories, so many... Oh, yeah. The 80s, 90s. Just, it's so <clears throat> different now. Oh, Even yeah. Even 2000s, 2010s, for sure, going on. Well, I don't know about so, all that, because that was when things started to turn to trash. <laughs> well, that time, mean, things are so different, you know, starting probably 20, 2010 compared to when we were kids, at least with all of this. Oh, yeah culture absolutely you know prices as was discussed magazines physical media physical media um, yeah starting just... to dwindle yeah it's just everything well we well, that was one topic of conversation we want to have is the decline of even comic books the comic book industry itself oh, is really? dying yeah it's yes yeah. i i don't i just saw something recently with that is like dc hasn't been able to crack like the top 10 comics I don't know how long at this point for sales per month or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's something I mean, weird. Is, isn't Marvel even struggling as far as their physical print? I mean, basically your entire thing is shifting to their... What are you going to do? Like, their movies are such gangbusters, too. It's like, why even bother putting out comics anymore? I want the physical item in my hand. I mean, right? I just remember. 
and that's the thing. It's like comics are one of those Playing things where video it's like game with the guide or yeah, like comic people who are like heavy into comic books, like they want that physical thing. Like digital just isn't the same as 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 holding the book. As you know, it's just there's something about it. This and to me, gaming is kind of the same way. We've we've had this discussion over physical versus digital. Which I don't do digital. There is one argument that will be held for digital. You know, the past few games I've pre-ordered, I've had to wait like a week past its release date. Even for physical. For physical, because the shipping has been such a disaster lately. Oh, that's because of the pandemic. Because of everything. Like, and just, everything. and it's even availability in and of itself. Like, things are harder to get a hold of. So it's like physical, you're... It's the one thing like digital. I have it midnight the day the day that game released. Actually, there's no where we're stock. To be, especially I don't have to because worry about where we're located, out. if it comes out on a Friday, you get it at 11 p.m. Thursday night. You can yeah. start playing. So it's like it's hard sometimes to justify getting physical when digital. I can just have it. Like the only I don't thing have is, to worry about them selling out. Like consoles, digital has to catch up with PC digital in terms of how they sell stuff, though. Right. Because like. Console digital, a game that came out six, seven years ago is still full price. Right. Whereas if you were to go to Steam or like the Epic Game Store, you're gonna they're slash the price just goes down super quick. Well, but digital, consoles won't do that for some reason. Well, yeah, because digital, you, Tokaden is a good example. <laughs> uh, Tokaden two, digital is still like forty or fifty dollars. Yeah, you go on like Amazon or GameStop, fifteen. There's no reason to buy it's it digital weird. until like it's on sale because it's yeah they just don't they will and not it's catch all, up like I said way. it's only on the consoles that they do this very bizarre very bizarre but again topic for another day Chris thanks for coming out again <laughs> I know you enjoy these excursions just as much as we do <laughs> well now I'm gonna have an aneurysm and uh... <laughs> you're still gonna mull it over huh well I was getting, I was it's gonna price. eat at him all day I was getting ready to thinking about sending my message about 500 and I'm, do it uh, do it i really I'm, I'm gonna keep pressing you on this no. every day but yes so that'll do it for this episode of the power trip gaming power cast reminiscing cast <laughs> the good old days cast you can always hit us up on facebook you can hit us up on Twitter. You go to powertripgaming.tv. Takes you directly to the YouTube channel where you can watch us play games that we've done in the past. Uh, just so many things that, that yeah. You can also listen to Andy and everybody attack me for being shit. a terrible friend. <laughs> that's yeah, the next podcast. That's right. The hate cast where we hash out our differences. <sighs> Sometimes you need a good old Fight Club cast. <laughs> Peer pressure into buying games. So we went into a boxing yeah. match in his living room like yours. I mean, if you think about it, we don't we don't spar anymore like we used to to vent our frustrations with each other. No, you just cut boxing it. match in the living room. Take Let's it go. out on you, the Paul, table. You just cut deeper. Me and Paul's boxing match. Yeah, boxing the rematch up in Paul's living room. <laughs> Is that recorded? Oh, the tape is already I did somewhere. record our first boxing match from back in my second apartment. Dude. Yeah. I'm I'll like, have to find it someday. I want to see that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was terrible. It, it was the dumbest thing ever. I Subway. <laughs> and for some reason, my stupid ass pointed the camera at a light, so it's like, it's like the color's all <laughs> shitty. Were you guys drunk? 
No. No. We did. Oh, man. No. So you guys mm. did this knowing. Oh, yeah. No. We, oh, no, we, we knowingly did. A month. I mm. did P90X to prepare for this. I was in the mm. best fucking physical shape of my attempted life. Attempted P90X. Oh, no. I didn't you, attempt it. I you did. You didn't it. stick with it for as long as Paul stuck with working out for it. I did it for a month. That can, That's nothing. And I dieted. <laughs> the only time I've ever dieted. <laughs> and I did go 11 rounds with him. Granted, our boxing match was a joke. It was all haymakers. That <laughs> 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 oh, was hilarious. Man. Oh, Damn, look at that fucking I was going to say, Jesus. Oh, my goodness, man. But, yes. So, but yet the motherfucker still needed our help to bring shit into his basement this morning. <laughs> uh, NESPowerTrip at gmail.com. You can send us a message if you don't feel like contacting us on social media. You can also send hate mail to NESPowerTrip at gmail.com to Paul because apparently everybody hates him. That's right. Everybody Paul hates Paul. Paul B. Bishquiglia at hotmail.com that's not an actual send him that's that not. is 100% his email that that's right not. netscape.net for <laughs> those of you guys who aol.com at altavista.com using using netscape that's right hey I have netscape you're gonna have to email and request an aol disc that's right you can send it at my handle at andypants216 at aol.com or at, at whatever the fuck aim. Oh Use your opera browser. That's right. Oh opera. <laughs> I fucking love it. This has been a Power Trip Gaming Power Cast. You've been listening with power. Goddamn. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I remember opera. Oh, fuck me. Netscape, motherfucker. I forgot about Ultimate Vista.